Are you ready, Chris? I am Andrew. And I'm Cody. And we are joined with our good friend, Kevin. Kevin. Woo Say what What's up, Kevin? What's up, Kevin? Thanks for having me, guys, again. Uh, yeah, for the <laughs> second time. Yes. A recurring, we have a recurring guest now. We do, <laughs> and it's always when Star Wars is out, and this yeah. time we are in this new studio. Yeah, brand new. Yes, this last is nice. Rogue One was last year, and that was before the beautiful and wonderful Chris uh, opened up his arms and let us Chris talk into them. <laughs> yes. Chris Crenshaw Wait, with it, his Colombian decaffeinated coffee crystals. Oh, no. <laughs> That's funny. I'm actually drinking coffee, but it is not decaffeinated. <laughs> decaffeinated coffee crystals. Uh, yeah, this is episode 55. It's going to be different and special because it's being, it's pretty much just us talking Star Wars. You know, like yes. we do. We do it a lot. Uh, so what's been going on at home? It's been that way for a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can talk about a personal life, but n- no. At the end of the day, best leave that unsaid. <laughs> we want to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's pretty much what we've been talking yeah, about for, for the our past, personal life. Oh, my gosh. I think my personal life right now is Star so, Wars. I know. <laughs> the crazy thing is, today, I even had, like, I had a heated debate earlier today, like, mm. to someone about, like, morality and everything about this movie. I was just like... I am excited for this podcast because I think after we talk about it now, I am not talking about this movie <laughs> for like two or three weeks. Like, right. It yeah. is wearing Get on me. Get it all out. Yeah. 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 I feel uh, the same way. But first, let's talk about what we enjoyed uh, Star Wars wise in different media. Um, throughout the year? Throughout the year. Sweet. Uh, what, like, we can do honorable, honorable mentions, but what did you, what was your favorite Star Wars piece this year? Like, um, I, I, Kevin, you should go first. You want me to go first? I think Guests so, yeah. go first. Yep. Oh, Beautiful man. ones go first. So, uh, thanks to you guys, I've been getting into the comics, the Marvel mm-hmm. yeah. Star Wars comics. Yeah. Um, and I've read, gosh, I've read almost all of the ones you guys have, except I think the mainline Star Wars one. Yeah. My absolute favorite has been the Vader comics. Um, Those are really good. Really good yeah, stuff. I'm only through trade three out of five, but that includes the crossover story. Uh, Vader down and just every single trade was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, the artwork is just great and uh, the scenes with Vader. If you're a fan of of Vader and Rogue One, I feel like it's just like a continuation of that. It really is. In <laughs> yeah. Vader down, I mean, he the lines, the lightsaber combat, all of that fits into that the intensity you see mm-hmm. Vader going, you know, putting ugh, all the intensity you see from Vader yeah. in Rogue One. That's has, all has there James Vader read down. the Vader comic at all? I don't know if he has. He should. James, yeah. if you're listening to this, if you do listen to this, get back to us on that. Yeah. We have a good friend, James, who uh, who really loves the evil side of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, all things dark side. He loves yeah. Darth Vader. He loves Darth Bane and Revan. Yeah. So, uh, no. But the... he thinks Palpatine is a wiener, like everyone else. <laughs> well, he is kind of How a does he feel about Kylo? 
So, James, how do you feel about Kylo Ren? (laughs) Do you think he's going to finish what Vader started? (laughs) What exactly has he started? (laughs) Oh, no, he's choking on food. (laughs) Um, Uh, So getting getting back to the Vader comic books, I... We we don't know, Chris, that's the answer. Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, we didn't finish that. Um, But go on. Getting back to the Vader comic books... Even though I've read more mainline Star Wars, I would say of what I have read of Darth Vader, which is only a couple trades, three, four. I've read four, if you include mm-hmm. down. And I yes. would say it's a little better. It's a little, Than the mainline? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a little stronger. I, th- I think the writing is a little more... Well, I think the beauty about the, the Vader comic is that it's able to focus on Vader and has the side characters, whereas the mainline follows Luke, it then yeah. follows Leia, and it follows Han, and so it's splitting off into yeah. different areas. I was just going to say, it's more concise, and mm-hmm. it, it's a little easier to follow, and just kind of makes more sense. It's also like an enclosed story, Yeah. whereas Star Wars, I don't know the time span. Like, no, I'm, I'm lost right there now, too. Like how, far, how close are they to Empire right now? In I the main line? Yeah. I have no clue, and that's, that's the hmm. weird thing. Like I'm reading it, I'm going, man, Luke went through a lot, between four and five, it seems, yet he's, like, the stuff he's gone through, the comics, he shouldn't be the character he is in episode five. Like, he should be more mature and, like, right. grounded and everything. Mm. Which well, he, he's not a say, punk he, in episode five, he, yeah. but he's not really... But, like, you still get the end where where Yoda goes, like, don't go face Darth, and he's like, no, I need to go save my friends, and then in doing so, gets himself in danger. Jeopardizes everything, yeah. then jeopardizes his friends as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, I, w- I will say though, the comics show a lot of cool moments, a yeah. lot of cool fan service moments. Yeah, yeah. in well, a good way. In and a I good think way. What I was saying earlier is like to you guys is that the comics are able, able to do that because they don't have to worry about budget, right? Mm. They don't have to worry about CGI, and so they're right. like throw aliens, 50, throw fifty billion things on the page, and it's yeah. like. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay, you can do that because it's just drawing it. Well, and I, I didn't grow up reading comics, and so yeah. this, I it only took me a couple of the Vader trades for me to just want to read all the Star Wars ones. Yeah. And yeah. now I can say I'm like a fan of of the comics for sure. Like yeah. I'm, I want to finish Vader, and I've read Poe Dameron. And You've read all Poe Dameron. I read all Poe Dameron. I read that volume too. That's really good. Uh, just, oh, the fir- just the first one. Kanan was great too. Yeah. Uh, just. Yeah, I don't think I I can't remember a comic that I I read of the Star Wars ones yet that I didn't like. So, I can. Books <laughs> book, books though you feel a little differently. Uh at least with yeah. you know, the main one that you Yeah, I I I listened to the first Aftermath book um and it just I don't know, the story and the characters weren't weren't very riveting to me. Um I know Ben who my brother. Yeah. Uh He's read all three of them, mm-hmm. and he said it gets better. So maybe yeah. I should. I, I don't know at this point. I'm... <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> no, no. At this point, probably not. Uh, maybe, maybe I, I have point. a hard time being that patient, though. Yeah, I stopped reading when I was reading EU stuff a few years ago. I stopped in the middle of the Dark Apprentice, the second Jedi Academy trilogy book, because they focused more on Leia trying to get Admiral Akbar back in the Alliance than oh, they did they, Luke's Jedi Academy. The, you mean nice. they focus on a strong female? <laughs> yeah. Female well, lead. I mean, yeah. Uh, so they were doing yeah. it back then. It's, it's nothing not, It's new. not Disney. It's just Star Let it go. Wars. It's nothing Yeah, I mean, well, they had Mara Jade, and they had Jaina Solo, and yep. a lot of 
quite a bit of female characters. And oh, yeah. in uh, and in the Jedi Academy game, you could be a female. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Very true. I was a Twi'lek a lot for some reason. I liked the Twi'leks. Oh. Oh. Just because of their wardrobe? Oh. I think I was a male. <laughs> so because of their wardrobe. Yeah. <laughs> no, anyway, so uh, I got out of that series, but I had to go in... I had to know what happened, so I read the rest of the synopsis on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. and I read that, including the third installment of the of the saga. Okay, so just so I could know what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. So I I am a completionist when it comes to stories, even though it takes me a while sometimes to actually get around to fulfilling that. Um, so, I mean, I'm sure you kind of want to read the aftermath story, or at least look it up. Well, that's I already looked it up, like. When I decided I was, you know gonna, all of it. Yeah, when I decided, I mean, I know that Ben was kind of filling me in on more of the details. Okay, like the specifics in the story, but Give I know me the the, the overarching plot. Um, you like slammed your hands on the table and you said, "Look here, Ben. <laughs> Give me the deets. <laughs> I know the big picture, but I need to know the smaller one. The deets. The deets. Well, Andrew, what was your favorite um, this year? Ooh, it's hard. I ingested a lot of Star Wars. Um, and I don't know. It, it was <laughs> weird because I'm still more attached to other things, but I ingested a lot of Star Wars. Like, yeah. I, and I was telling Kevin this. Like, I was really excited for eight when it was coming out, but mm-hmm. then once I saw the Infinity War trailer, I was like, "Oh man, I can't wait till May." <laughs> like, <laughs> that is what that was where my focus was, and so my anticipation and anxiousness about eight died down a little because mm-hmm. I was like. I just want I want Infinity War right now. It looks uh, really good. And that movie it does, looks awesome. Yeah. And uh but I did I think I love the Star Wars universe and so that's yeah. why I'm, I think I like it more than I like the original 3. And so which which is why we we talk we'll talk about this more. Um and so I'm able to be invested more in that kind of stuff and so the my favorite Oh, that's hard. How many books? I read like four. You read a lot of books. I read like four books, and I read all the comics. Um, you read was, uh, Tarkin. Tarkin was last year. Oh, Tarkin that was, was last that was year. when Force right. Awakens came out. Uh, this year, I think I read Ahsoka, New Dawn. Uh, I read uh, Heir to the Empire. No, Heir to the Jedi. Uh, and then I'm in the middle of the Battlefront Twilight Company book. Uh, How's that going? That's a slog. <laughs> if you want to talk about characters really? who don't matter, that's a book. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, and then the comics I read, pretty much everything. I Vader I read last year. I because I was reading Vader as it was coming out in single issues. Um, this year though, the Darth Maul comic was really good. Hmm. Um, I have not read that one yet. And then like really good. It really focuses on. Darth Maul's relationship with the Emperor. Um, nice. And I think my favorite one, though, was Obi-Wan and Anakin, uh, because it's my main man, Obi-Wan. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and through it, like, you see, it it bothers me even more that the prequels are a thing, because in that comic, you see Anakin looks up to Obi-Wan and, like, puts him on this pedestal, pedestal of, like, the best. Right. Um. Like Obi Wan gets separated from their group, and they're like, "He's he's totally dead." And Anakin's he's like, "He's so great." Yet in yeah. the prequels, it doesn't look like Anakin thinks that much of Obi Wan. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, that it bothers me because I have 
we're supposed to think he does, and that's why his like he feels betrayed by Obi Wan. But we don't get that because we have at the very beginning of two where he's like, he's jealous. He's holding me back. So <laughs> he's like, jealous. He's there jealous. is there is that one moment where he where he's like, is, now correct me if I'm wrong. This might be in Revenge of the Sith, where he's like, <laughs> what, is, what does he say? He he says he's as wise as Master Yoda, and as powerful as Master Windu. And, he, and just his <laughs> his voice just sounds so foofy and frilly. Like, <laughs> is he talking about? Obi Wan, really? Yeah. I, I so he he I does say that. So clearly he but does like he a, does think highly of Obi Wan. He just doesn't let it shine through very often. Yeah, <laughs> which but is just, annoying. Just it should the be the other way like, around. He's as powerful as Master Wind. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I really enjoyed that comic. It was uh, it also showed like the how the Jedi couldn't really affect like politics on different planets, mm. and so like they could go in. If it was part of the Republic, and they could help out, but if the planet wasn't part of the Republic, they couldn't really do anything, and that was like that was part of the Jedi Order and all of that, uh, and so it's them dealing with a planet that is not under the Republic, um, but did send out a distress signal and yeah, really good stuff. So, uh, not to cut in, but uh, no. what? Okay, so what do you guys think the chances are that we get an Obi Wan spinoff? Uh, hi. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And, my, and, and I'm my, excited uh, about that. Yeah. The idea of it. I mean, me, me and my buddy uh, Ben, not Ben Solo. Uh, <laughs> after the movie, we all know Ben. It's yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, on our way home, he was like, "You know, I would love to see is some Qui Gon Jinn Obi Wan adventures." So we're as not, an offshoot. We're not getting that. We need that. Uh, what we're going to get is in between episodes three and four, um, with you and McGregor. Is my is my. Take. So you and McGregor. He's like but forty. Aged. Yes. He's like forty or fifty. Oh, that'll be amazing. Yeah. Um I love Qui Gon Jinn, but I wanna see a matured, really well developed fighting Obi Wan. Yeah. And you know If I could just get an hour thirty of Qui Gon and Darth Maul going at it. <laughs> pay, oh man. I'd pay If big you money. want to talk about an hour of fighting, don't watch Rebels. Uh because <laughs> there's there's literally uh there is a nether Darth Maul Obi Wan fight scene in that, Chris. Uh, I am spoiling Rebels for people who are watching the show, so like turn off for like ten seconds. Uh, there is, and it's like a build up, and you think it's like, oh, it's going to be like a crazy, just like lightsaber battle, which we saw in Episode One. Uh, and Darth Maul goes at Obi Wan, and Obi Wan with one strike like cuts him down. Because uh, because Darth because Darth Maul is predictable. And so he went to go do the same move that he did right. with Qui Gon, and uh, and before he could, uh, Obi Wan struck him down, um, hmm. and which because it showed a more like it, it was a more wise Obi Wan, yeah, who knew how to um, take hold of situations before they ex- escalated, mm-hmm. um, and he was able to meditate on the deaths of the people in his life and how that happened. Uh, and so when he saw Darth Maul again, he's like, okay, I, I know how he acts. I know how he's going to fight. I can take it down. Um, the interesting thing about it, Obi-Wan and, and uh, Luke Skywalker's lightsaber uh, dueling styles, <laughs> Kevin's already getting an expression. Okay, yeah, I don't want to spoil anything about the movie. I was going to say, yet, wait, Kevin. there was a uh, build-up to a lightsaber fight? What? Uh, no, no, I was just going to say uh, their their styles are both about 
ending it before it's escalated. Yeah. The difference is Luke's style is more defensive. Obi-Wan seems to like chopping off limbs. Yeah, he's very offensive. Yeah, yeah. he likes that. Yeah. I would say that's the big difference. Yeah. In case anyone here was a casual fan of Star Wars who is like, oh, Obi-Wan and Luke, you know, Obi-Wan kind of taught Luke this and that. What, the funny are, thing what is are the differences in Yoda their fighting styles? Luke and yeah. Yoda's very defensive. Yeah, he is, but he also twirls about like a <laughs> little whirling dervish. Well, and to be honest, like Yoda kind of became Obi-Wan's master after Qui-Gon died. Yeah. So they're kind of both taught by Yoda. Yeah. Except, yeah, but I think... Not like uh, Jedi. I think Obi-Wan died. was, like, his fighting was taught by Qui-Gon, though. Yeah. Um, whereas Yoda... His discipline was more his Yoda. Discipline in his, right, uh, his more yeah. wise. Like, because he, like, as offensive as he is, he still has defense. Right. Whereas versus Mace Windu, who is just full-on attack. Right. Yes. Which was his problem with Palpatine at the very end because of Anakin. He was distracted, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, but he was in full attack mode. Like, he wasn't mm-hmm. going in defensive mode. That's a lightsaber duel that is so inaccurately portrayed on screen from how it's described in the book. That's also a lightsaber duel that like doesn't happen on screen. <laughs> like we see uh Palpatine attack the other Jedi and then like the next scene we see he like disarms Palpatine. Yeah, that's what I mean. You don't yeah. see it. Yeah, it's like that that was weird. They show you on screen that the fight happens mm-hmm. without actually showing any of the meat. Yeah. Any of the the stuff we wanted to yeah, see. The, the, yeah, the 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 meat and potatoes of the scene. <laughs> they don't give you anything. Kevin's okay, just over here. Uh, we're going to let loose the beast. Soon. I'm so, trying uh, so hard right now. <laughs> um, uh, no. Yeah. So, no. What was yours, Cody? My favorite? I suppose I'm going to have to copy Kevin and say Vader down. Yeah. It's a good one. If I hadn't read it last year, I think I would have chosen that. And we mm. are talking about current stuff, right? Yes, not EU not, stuff. Yeah. I mean... Even if, we can probably now do EU later. But, um, but uh, yeah. Can you and I still, I mean, we haven't discussed this. Can you and I please still do favorite recent reads tonight? Uh, yeah, or, or I is, guess. I didn't think of one, but I mean, I've read a lot. Mine is Star Wars, so. I mean, that works. Yeah, so it kind of uh, works. I mine's just, not. I that's fine. Yeah. That's cool. Is it Booster Gold? <laughs> I've already read Booster Gold. Have we Kevin. talked about this on the show about how Kevin was like, who the hell's Booster Gold? <laughs> so you mean like- Which is one jo- of my the- favorite <laughs> moments anyone's ever told us about. They were so confused. I was in my car and but I was driving. But you know driving. what the beauty of it is you still came back to listen to more. Of course. Yes. Well, because I love you guys. I'm going uh, I'm I'm to keep listening. Nah, no, Kevin, Kevin, I wanted you to Kevin. say, well, <laughs> you guys are great, so that's why I keep- You know, not because of our personal- Connection here, you know. Well, it's it's both. Okay, thank you. Stroke it's, me. It's more just my, <laughs> my love for it. Uh, yeah. So, favorite recent reads will be at the end. Still, doesn't matter if it's Star Wars or not. Yeah, because yeah, my. I mean, I Kevin know. Kevin will even give the slot is. to you if you have one. I know what mine cool. is. Cool. Yeah. So let's let's get into this. All right. Preference here. If you have not seen episode eight and you don't want anything spoiled, go away. Yeah. Because uh, we are going to dive deep. Um, We're about to give it to you hard and fast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my gosh. Good. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll come at you really hard. We'll come at you really fast. But that's all I got to say about it. And we're just going to keep going. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> that's the whole point of this. Yeah. Uh, Get outside hey, your comfort zone. Chris, you're uncomfortable. Uh this movie made a couple of us uncomfortable. 
That's fair. Uh, and the discomfort is necessary. Yeah, it's relevant. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I will say that this movie is divisive, very divisive, polarizing. It's interesting. It's I haven't seen a reaction like this in a very long time to anything, <laughs> like. And there's the extremes of people wanting the death of Ryan Johnson, and then there's the other extremes of <laughs> the people saying that Ryan ridiculous. Johnson should do everything from now on. Yeah. Uh, well, he is going to do everything. Well, I mean, <laughs> but even like episode nine. Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. No, and... Um, <laughs> I could do without him. Yeah. Uh, Chris, yeah. There's... And it's funny because I'm sitting with two awesome guys who uh, uh. came out of this movie... The first time differently than I did, uh, <clears throat> which will be interesting for us to talk about here. We have, we, I came out, I was like, let's not go really deep into it until we talk about it on the podcast. And we've literally been talking about yeah, this movie. Yeah, I could, I, we, like, we couldn't. We help even it. made a promise Saturday night. We're no, like, I okay, couldn't, I couldn't. We're like, we, we won't talk about this. Literally, like, the first thing we talk about in the morning is Star Wars. And then, like, we're <laughs> like, oh man, when, when the movie finished in the theater, I was like, can we just not even talk about this until we get home? Oh, and, and of course, that didn't like, work. We got yeah. in the car. Couldn't no, like, it. not even I, before we got in the car. Like, as I was walking uh, out As the theater, we were walking like, through that hallway. Like, yeah. No, there was no way. Yeah. Like, I didn't want to. I wanted to process a little, I know. A little longer, but I know. couldn't. Uh, so Had let's, to let it out. Let's. What we're going to do is we're going to tell you what we didn't like about the movie, um, first. Yep. Uh, what the flaws were, uh, because my goal is not to bum anyone out. Uh, it is to look at look at it objectively and then look at it from uh, different angles and people's different perspectives, and then have you guys come together and decide what you think as well with your with your choices um kevin you've been sitting there patiently <laughs> you're the guest oh, i could talk yeah, about I want spoilers kevin, now i want uh, kevin to go kevin, right I, into it okay. like and don't go like don't do an don't, andrew, uh, don't do an andrew rant but uh <laughs> i would say what, what does that mean obje- <laughs> my, a, lot my a, lot, a lot of my a lot of my rants i will admit are non-bias uh <laughs> Or, or they are biased. They are biased. I uh, won't mention BVS, I promise. Uh, thank you. Uh. Well, the fact that you already have means you've already have. Oh. And so I wasn't even thinking about BVS. <laughs> uh, uh, but go I ahead. No. Uh, okay, so, well, I probably should preface this by saying I, I did actually see it again yesterday. Yeah. And you guys, by the way... I, I, I'm, I'm the only one here who has not seen it yeah, a Cody's second only time. Seen it yeah. Haven't gotten around to it. I've been too busy. But yeah, I've, I've only I've, seen it once. Okay. I plan to see it again soon. Chris is the f- the fresh off the boat here. Uh, oh, okay. He, I like that. He saw it at 4 o'clock earlier today. Oh, really? Oh, nice. that yeah. re- okay. So it's so fresh it's, on your brain. Yeah, so we get all different kinds of uh, perspectives. Yeah. So uh, I guess I'll start off with the, the thing that when I first saw the movie, I was really upset with the Luke stuff. Like, really, really upset. Um, I didn't like... I, I didn't mind that he decided that he had to go into isolation and cut himself off from the Force, but... The, the reason why. The length of time that he spent being, like, a mopey, grumpy old man. Yeah. And, yes, the reason why, which was because he tried to kill... Well, he thought about killing... He had a thought of killing Kylo Ren. Yeah, which was just a weird thing for me to see because uh, the last time anybody's seen Luke on screen has been Return of the Jedi. It was Return yeah. of the Jedi when mm-hmm. he 
threw his lightsaber away and said, I'm not going to fight you. Yeah. I'm I'm a Jedi. Like, I'm not going to do this. And then we come into this movie, and he's like, the Jedi suck. The Force sucks. I suck. <laughs> and it was just weird. It was, Did he say the Force sucks? Well, he cut himself off from the yeah. Force. I, I think I, it, I it put felt that like with, it. I, I put that in the category of uh, I suck. Like, I'm not yeah. worthy to use, like... I, I will do terrible things with the Force. Right. So it was a little jarring for me just going from... Because I know the average fan may not take the whole saga into account. But, yeah. you know, I, I consider myself a pretty crazy super fan of Star Wars. And so yeah. I can't help right. myself. Um, so it was just a little weird seeing him go pretty much into the polar opposite. Of where he was in episode six. Yeah. yeah. And then the whole thing with him killing... Ben Solo just seems so out of character for him. Yeah. Even if it, I understand they they made a point to say it was just an instinct, mm-hmm. and that he only ignited it for a second. But to me, the guy who, I mean, the, the fact that he was so unwavering with his thoughts about Vader. Yeah. And then he just kind of sees this thing, and so he decides, oh, I'm I'm just gonna kill him. When when Ben honestly hasn't done anything compared to what Vader did. No. Uh, Not at all. Yeah, like Vader killed thousands of people. Yeah. He um, saw a vision. That's yeah, and so I not enough. And granted, you know, Anakin saw visions, and then he eventually turned to the dark side too. But just the fact that Luke went that far was what really bothered me. And to be honest, even after the second time, it still kind of bothers me. Yeah. Um, I may be a little more okay with the character arc that he took in this movie, but I think, and and reading you know online with a lot of what fans are saying, a lot of people are upset that. They say, you know, Ryan Johnson destroyed the character of Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And they weren't necessarily against having him be, you know, oh, I'm just a little bummed out. Yeah. But to a lot of people, it seemed like a totally different Luke. Yeah. And, I mean, I think that was the point. Yes. But, That's how I felt. Yeah. And I don't want to ramble on and just say all the same things that you just said. But right. that was my big problem, too. And I, I want to mention different things, obviously, in my... In, in in my you know testimony yeah. of, this, yeah. of this movie, but honestly, I think the main thing for me is still that. Well, and and so the one other thing with Luke was a little more personal, and that was the fact that he did not use his green lightsaber, mm-hmm. and that we didn't get a lightsaber fight with Luke. Yeah, the only time we see him using the green lightsaber is when he's about to kill Ben Solo, mm-hmm. which yeah. is honestly kind of depressing. To think about. <laughs> yeah, the last time you is. see the green lightsaber is in a very depressing moment. Because you guys know this, I have the toy from when I was a kid, yeah. and I was I was the guy who would like turn off the lights and light up the lightsaber and just like hit yeah. the sofa oh, yeah. repeatedly. And uh, so, I mean, Cody has it. I have yeah, the saber. Have the, I have, have, I have the, real the saber thing. forged prodigal son lightsaber. <laughs> you have a kyber crystal inside of the lightsaber. Yes, it uh, yeah. does. It can slice your arm clean off. <laughs> yep. So I was cauterized and everything. I I. Just after being a beauty. After seeing it a second time, I I can kind of forgive that a little more, because I sort of saw where it made sense with Luke as a character. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I still want to see Luke. Fight, oh yeah. Fight. With I also didn't really want to see the blue milk on his beard. That was that weird. was the weird like. No, that's a nuance. That's a, a touch. Oh my gosh! It a was, scosh, that was a so weird. Of, that was a scosh of something I just didn't want to see. Didn't you see it? That was a moment where. And the weird thing is, like, I'm coming off of the last thing that I've seen Ryan Johnson do is Looper, right. which is a Same. very dark, like, it's not really silly. And so the more I read, and he took stuff to Kathleen Kennedy, and he took it to Hidalgo, I think, Hidalgo? Pablo Hidalgo, Hidalgo yeah. Yeah, um, and they had him, like, rewrite stuff. 
And so I'm wondering, like, I just can't see that scene and go, yeah, Ryan Johnson, like, thought of that scene. Yeah. And, like, put that in there. Yeah. I wonder if they had, had it was like, they're just going, hey, you know, we need Luke doing more silly things. And there was and a lot like, of unnecessary goofy crap in this. Yeah. Like, that was a big thing. <laughs> yeah. No, and that was oh, a big thing for all of thing, us here. Good way that uh, someone I was talking to said it was just gimmicks. Like, yeah. little gimmicks that was just like, yeah. Why? Like that didn't need to be there, and it, and it did remind me of episode six. The thing, anyway, the thing with the, that of some of the stuff that was in episode six and the prequels, mostly the prequels. Yeah. The, okay. So the thing with that scene, oh my gosh. So <laughs> the whatever that creature was, it was like it was enjoying it. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. like, it was like yeah. and then it looks over at Ray like, "You want in on <laughs> yeah, this?" Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh. Well, then when he drinks the thing and then he looks back and it's like dripping into his beard, yeah, he's like yeah. smiling what at is her. This? Oh, he's like, that was that was some nasty I think, stuff. I think I would have been fine if he just milked it and then left. Like if that was it, and it's like okay, like like these are cows in a way. Yeah, it did not and, come off as just well. A actually, nerves in the yeah. Star Wars I know, universe. I know, are cows. I know it didn't it come off as really a simple milking. It nerve was like, herders. It reminded it was, me of a scene from Rick and Morty, but we can get into that later if we want. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it was just, it was so gross. And I, I felt that way even watching it for the second time. Yeah, same. Like, I was just like, this is, because the scene after that's really cool. Like, where yeah. he goes on the pole and, like, does the fishing the stuff. Fish, yeah. I was like, yeah. okay, this is a Luke who isn't using force powers, but is still capable. Like, he can still do stuff. Yeah, he's surviving. Um, even though and I thought that was cool. <laughs> the milk is just like, what the heck? This scene is so gross. And just like. Out of nowhere and unnecessary. Yeah, I, I really was yeah. like, it felt like a slap in the face a little bit. I was like, yeah. why are they showing us this? What what does this accomplish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I felt like there was there was many moments in this movie that that did that. Um, so, what did you guys think of the island ter- uh, caretakers? I like them. I had no problem with them. Yeah, I, I mean, I thought the scenes with them were funny. Yeah. Um and it was very brief. Yes. Just like they I, were there in two scenes. And so. I felt right. like the same with the porgs. I mean the porgs were just So the there. the crazy thing that I do want to talk about is the first time that Ray like sees them mm-hmm. when she was in that vision with Luke, they weren't there. Or with with, with uh, Kylo. Kylo. They weren't there. And then as soon as like Luke's like, What's going on? And he points and they're all there. Yeah. So it was crazy to see that like like she doesn't even see other people in her surroundings. Right. Right. Um, when that was happening. Just a little thing I just wanted to point out. I would out. have liked I, a little bit more reaction from them when uh, Ray cut that stone and it fell and broke their little wheelbarrow. They it was like they up. didn't care or, or, or I would have been like, scared. What the heck, yo? Yeah, I I like that because of just the I love anytime someone looks at another person with disappointment and it like <laughs> yeah. and just a, that just like when the creature just like looks up at Ray and it's just like I hate you please get off my island <laughs> yeah. like that's the way they looked at them and I I mean I just I've grown up with people who didn't react in anger they just reacted with that yeah. face and so yeah I I, I, I guess I them. I could have seen like like I get that and that yeah. I like that too but I could just see him or see her or whatever the Yeah you know, whatever. I also didn't want them to react like Ewoks would have, because we got that already. <laughs> I could just see like whatever the creature, yeah, just start bubbling up and yelling just at like, her, and like you just see its hand shaking. And yeah, and you're just, and like, you're just, ah! just like, <laughs> yeah. throws the two pieces of wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I I get that. I think that would have been good too. It was yeah. It was yeah. good though. Um, 
So that would be your biggest issue, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. the, the biggest. Um, and then. I, I want to go around and do like biggest issues and then we can talk about Okay. Yeah. Issues. I I have. Yeah. Let's go around okay. first. Uh, do you want to go first or do you want me? How, go, how, do, how do we do this? How does this? How I'll does go this and then I'll turn it over to you. Okay. I'll pass the mic to you. Um, so my big problem after a lot of reflection, uh, besides the Luke issue is really how hastily I feel they killed off Snoke. Yep. I just, in the moment I thought it was really neat. It was a clever way that Kylo did it, Mm -hmm. but it just doesn't really work. And it's not really who I think Snoke, that's not how I think Snoke could go out. He wouldn't go out that easy. Luke never could have could have done that to Palpatine. You you never yeah. had any inclination that Luke was going to try and pull a fast one on Palpatine. Yeah. And either Kylo is really a lot farther along in the Force than we think he is, and he's just kind of a brat too, mm-hmm. or Snoke isn't really that strong. Which which one is it? Um, I think it's a combination of both. I was hoping that Snoke would be this really formidable, just big baddie who mm-hmm. does not go down. At least, you know, not easily. Same. Yeah. Uh, and I feel I feel cheated. I feel a little disappointed that Snoke just went down in the middle of the second installment in this particular trilogy. Yeah. Um, that's about all I have to say about the Snoke issue, which is mm-hmm. he doesn't need to die that quickly. Well, it yeah. felt kind of forced, right? Because you can't, on a, like, obviously you can't expect Rey and Kylo to take him on. Because he's like too yeah. strong, right? So I feel like they were forced to do that because they couldn't move the story forward until they. they it's like they were scared off. to develop him too. Were they just too scared to tell us who he was, what he could do? So the because they already focused so much time on Finn and Ray in Episode Seven. I don't and they, think they just so. Did, they just I didn't think, know what to do. I think they just didn't know. want to leave Episode Nine to have a chance of being Episode Six. I really think that with with Snoke as like with the Snoke emperor. as the the puppet master emperor thing. In the background, and then the main character that we've seen character development of is the apprentice, who the other ones are trying to turn. Uh, I think that's. I think they didn't want at this point. Episode nine cannot be episode six. Like there was still a chance that episode five could have been episode. Like they could have done. Ray, your parents are Han Solo and Leia. I am your brother. Like they could have done that kind of stuff. As like it wouldn't made sense. But they like they could have done stuff like that, um, but now they're at a point where episode nine cannot be episode six. I guess and that's so, true. Doesn't uh, make for a satisfying no and third act. I or I have the initial uh, the initial response of that too, where I'm like, okay, like yeah. you just killed him. The only part that gives me hope, uh, <laughs> which is uh, if episode nine is done so well that. It only makes sense if Snoke died in this movie. Like, that we wouldn't get the same movie if Snoke was in episode nine. That is the only way I am able to accept Snoke's death. Um, if they if they progress Kylo to the point where if Snoke was there, Kylo would be a lesser character than Snoke. Than Snoke. Well, and I'm cool with the idea of I, I think it's cool to see a Skywalker being in charge of like an empire. Yeah. Because we've never had that. No. We've had Vader, who wasn't in charge, technically. Yeah. And we've had Luke, who was just kind of a Jedi on his own. Yeah. Like, he, he was helping the Rebels, but he wasn't, like... He wasn't in charge of anything. Yeah, so yeah. we have Kylo, who's literally, like, the Emperor, pretty mm-hmm. much. 
Um, and even even Leia wasn't in charge of the rebellion or the republic. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, no, I I agree with that. Um, because that was my initial reaction too. I was just like, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like he's all dead. Right. Uh, the second time watching it, going into like episode nine, could be great. I was able to. I actually enjoyed that scene more, just because. Um, I was telling Kevin this going into that movie without the expectations I went in the first time. It was able. I was able to have more fun and I was able to enjoy myself more. Um, That's good. Uh, the issues I still have. I still have, um, mm. and my main issues are the casino scene. That uh, the casino stuff is just so ham-fisted. It's a lull. And just like it's just a lull in that story. Uh, yeah. It was faster the second time I watched it. To me, it's the content that's in it. Uh, yeah, I was fine True. up until it just became. It it's just a literal animal rights activist movement, like that's the whole point of the casino. Right, like that is all this casino is, uh, and like you have this moment at the end where Rose, who I enjoyed as a character, other than in the casino parts. Like, every other part, yeah, she has the goofy stance where she stuns Finn, but, yeah, I, like, that stuff, I'm just like, it happens in every movie. Like, people have stupid stances. Yeah, it's, we, it's forgivable. We, we quote, like, the the Dark Knight people when they're all like, uh, what's the people in the, uh, when they're in the hearing and, um... Harvey Dent's all like, I'm Batman. And he's oh, like, yeah. And it's like you have the goofy guys who are just like, who are just like, get him out of here. He's like, it's either him or us. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, so there are those moments where sure. you have these characters doing these stupid things, but it doesn't ruin the whole movie for you. Sure. Um, and then we always have the, you're pure evil. You're uh, pure, pure evil. <laughs> who is uh, ben, ben Mendelsohn. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, who, who plays a great bad guy, by the way. Yes. But I still um, like the part where he says in Dark Knight Rises, that guy, what's that guy's name? Ben Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn says, your plan didn't work, my friend. Wayne's company <laughs> yeah. still made it. Yeah. Can we get some just, girls in here or something? It's just, it's goofy. Um, but every movie has that, and so sure. I was able to accept that. What I couldn't accept was just the hypocrisy of what Rose's character was in that moment, where she, like... She destroys the entire town, but doesn't like like no one's harmed. Like you didn't do anything, right? Like, so all of these things came out. Like, they left the city. They go into a giant herd all together, mm-hmm. and then just walk off to the side. And my instant thought was like, yeah, the people that captured them in the first place are just going to go and <laughs> capture them get again. Them, go grab them, uh, right? And she goes, and then she goes. Now it's worth it when she takes off the saddle, which, oh, okay, it's just convenient when you do it, uh, but, but when, I get that the other people were, like, torturing them, but it's like, right. you can re- ride them, and it's fine. Well, but the funny thing uh, is, like, the last thing you see is the them walking off the little animals, yeah. and then the uh, policemen or the security, they just, they just fly, fly over them. <laughs> and, like, they're yeah. just going to get captured. They're just going to yeah. get captured again, uh, and... It just it was weird because then you also have the fact that there are slave children there. Mm-hmm. 
and which right. they you totally have, ignored. There's you, you nothing left, really you done about that. You gave them a ring. Let's just leave them. There. <laughs> you gave them. Let's give them like, a ring and leave a, them here. Here's a piece of jewelry. Here's a piece of ring. Yeah, have fun a, with your life. Yeah, and Good it's luck. like here's a piece of jewelry. Have fun with your life. I'm going. We're going to leave you here. We're also going to have you open the bay doors so you get blamed for this. And it's just like right. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even think about that. It's like. So the only ones left are these children mm-hmm. who have, we have seen get beaten by this like alien thing. Yeah, and it's supposed to. But be now like, they have hope, and the kid has a staff <sighs> that you, looks like, like a lightsaber, kind of like from a, a distance. That's yeah, a broom. <laughs> well, wait, what, what did I say? A yeah, staff. Is that what it was? Yeah, it, it was, was a broom. I thought I thought I thought it was. Sweeping. I thought it was. I th- didn't he like sever the? No, the handle. No, he just held it. Whatever he grabbed yeah. it and then he started whatever sweeping whatever the it was he was holding it. he the was funny holding, thing but he was holding it like a staff. The funny thing is like yes, I had so many people who came out of that movie and were like, oh he used the force on the broom. I'm like, where were you guys looking? Like that the whole point was him to grab the broom. <laughs> I like, actually thought it looked like he did too when he yeah. first went to grab it. Yeah, like it looked like it moved off the I, wall. I'm on just its wondering own. like are people like looking out at the stars like in that moment? I don't did, know. Did you see it? I don't remember that. Uh, at you the, don't no, remember him grabbing the broom with no, the force? No, at, at the very end. At very the very end, end of the movie. The little kid? He grabs the broom with the force. You yeah. didn't see it? I don't remember it very well. Oh, wow. Okay. You guys have seen it twice, dude. I but I, I like saw it off, off the first I don't really remember time. that There's like a little well. space, so yeah. the broom's like right here. There's then... a very real chance that when that happened, my hand was covering my eyes. Okay. When you were also <laughs> probably just it was, distraught. Like, it, was the, it, was, it was the very end. Well, I will say there's uh, a lot of things the first time I didn't notice. Or looking down at my feet. I was just emotionally distraught by the end of the first movie. There, and I, I would say that the things that people didn't notice were at the end, where the amount of people who didn't notice the books that Finn was looking for, like when on the Falcon, on the Falcon, surprises me. It, too. Was, it was quick though. It what? wasn't okay. Yeah. So oh, I what got were that, those yeah. books? Those were, were the Jedi books. Those, those were, were the Jedi books. books. Yeah. Okay, I was like, those look like the Jedi. No, books. I got, I got yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Um, like Just I knew someone, kid, broom, force, pull, pull. Yeah, thing. that yeah, one's well. a little bit nuanced, but the one where it's like the whole shot is just like it starts out with you just looking at the books, and then you see Finn's hands go over to the blankets. I'm like, and the people are like, "Oh, I didn't even notice that at all." I went. I think after the yeah. ending, I just didn't give a crap about the epilogue. I know. I was like, whatever. Oh, I like the epilogue, but, but that's so. That, no, it's a good it, epilogue, but I wasn't in the mood I know, for you, it. You I was were, like, whatever. You were well, you know, yeah. the other thing that, that was funny if if we. I know this might be getting nitpicky, but the uh, the boy was part of the resistance, right? He kind of was like, I identify with the resistance. Uh, the rebellion now. The rebellion, sorry. And um, <laughs> We're getting nitpicky. They, they had that scene where uh, Benicio Del Toro's character, I, I think his name is DJ. DJ, which yeah. you never hear in the whole movie. Yeah, but. his name is DJ apparently. So he, he pulls up that thing and he's like, oh, um, these people- Sell to the rebellion and to and the- And the resistance. So yeah. the reason- the, the people are on the island is because he sold weapons to the resistance. Yeah. And this kid's like, oh, yeah, I like the resistance. <laughs> like, they're the reason you're there. Yeah. So it, yeah, it was yeah, kind of yeah. like a, it, I, it was too much shoehorning of like political yeah. messages, I think. Yeah, which I is hate interesting that too. Because I liked DJ's message, which was, yes, which was, you are fighting, you think these people are evil and they are helping you. Right, and he even has that line where it's like at the end, like DJ's still not evil. He even says, "Live free." That's how you survive. Right, and he he says as he's walking away, he's like, "They they blow you up, you blow them up right back." Right, and then, right, and that then, was uh, a good part. I like that. And then Finn's like, "I don't think that's how it's going to work out." And he's like, "We'll see." Yeah, and uh, it's a very real like 
stance you could take yeah. because if you see so much war and stuff in the galaxy which is the whole like there was i would say there was two messages to this movie one was failure like that was the main thing right. of the movie and then the second one was uh there's no absolute um and that was with kylo ren where he would say join me the jedi like if you join me the jedi will pass away the sith will pass away the rebellion the first order they'll go away we'll rule together um i even had a debate with someone earlier tonight and it was very heavy and like intense where i said that kylo was evil um and they said no he's not he's just misguided and i went they're like i was saying you can become good like you can turn but he was evil at this moment right like, yes you don't kill your father even if you hesitated you do not kill him if you do not have evil intent yes uh you do not kill people to move yourself forward, uh, unless you're evil, unless it's unless it's out of evil, and so and like I understand where he was trying to come from, where because of that, I think it stemmed from they were saying uh, it would have been an interesting movie if Ray joined him and they ruled the galaxy, and I said right. that the episode nine would be boring, and and I was yeah. like, yeah, because you, I wouldn't and, have dug that, and Ray would have a problem with what Kylo was doing. Like right. Uh, like I cannot see in my mind where they are ruling together as one. Like I see it as Kylo's ruling and Rey's helping him out. Right. Uh and well then who's the prota- who's the protagonist that's going to stop Kylo Ren? Yeah, and I was like and, Finn. Well no, or? they were saying that they were saying that they would be they would be trying to work out how to get the universe together. Oh I was like, that was gosh. that, that would point. be so like weak. Senate meetings and <laughs> yeah, I thought about oh that. My I was like, go the watch episode thing... one. Uh, no, the... and oh. it, I think it was more of, and we like I explained it, and we actually came to a like I understood where she was coming from, mm-hmm. and I was saying, you want this because it like, it would be cool in the real world. Like that's what we would want if Kylo Ren was like, I'm not evil. I just knew that these things needed to go away and to create a balance. And if Ray joins and it's like they rule together, they create a more peaceful galaxy, I was like, but that's not entertaining. Like no. for for one movie. If they did that like later later, like and spawned a whole like these are the next few movies, I'm like, but that's what the end of six was. Uh where Luke, Leia, and Han were like the new republic is going to create out of all of this. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a rebalance. They got rid of the the rebellion wasn't anymore. The empire wasn't re- anymore. They created one republic to to just you know. I just said a band. The band. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, but they so they created a central figure that would combine the two and create more of a. I was like, it's so in my mind. I was like, it's already been done. And we saw that it didn't work right. because as soon as, as soon as there was strife, another side rose up and became more powerful because it had no, it had no boundaries or like, it had no boundaries it had to hide behind, um, and that's the first order. Right. Uh, 
I have no clue why I'm talking about this. <laughs> uh, the only ending for me that would have been less satisfying than that, and I think I told Kevin this, is if he uh, he turns Ray and yeah. then she kills him and she just rules <laughs> yeah, by yeah, herself. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's like, ah. Then it's just not about the. There's no Skywalkers left. Yeah, it's and just then, Ray. And then like, and then like Luke Unless shows Rey up and is and, one of the Skywalker's daughters. Ooh. Oh, no, true, uh, true. But she's not. Uh, <laughs> and then she's nobody. She's nobody. Uh, she's just really good at everything. Yeah, I love. Which, I love when he goes. I love when he goes, fair, guys. So was Anakin. Guys, I love when Kylo Ren says, yeah. "I know you know." Yeah. Say, it, say, say it, say it, say it. I want him. Say it with your chest. I, I actually, in that moment, like the second time around, say it. I was kind of bummed that he didn't like yell at her, because uh, he goes, "Say it." You wanted yeah, him to say go, it. "Say it." I just want to be like, because when he yells, like he's like, "I want every starfighter." Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah. Shoot that thing out of the yeah. sky! Like he's he gets that like <laughs> blow angry, that thing out of yeah, the angry sky. Kylo Ren. Angry Kylo. I want him to like. He's like, "Say it." We got say a lot. It. And of then angry like Kylo just Ren, in an though. instant, he goes, "He goes say it," and just like, and then you get like a reaction out of yeah. her, and she's like, "They were nobody," and then like, because if they would have done that, we would have seen a more like, "I will get the answer out of fear," Kylo Ren. Um, which we did get with Hux when he chokes him, and then then we get the stupid disrespect of Hux <laughs> afterwards. And that was something else I brought up was like, if Kylo and Re- uh, Kylo Ren and Rey join, he doesn't. It's not like we get to go rule the galaxy because the First Order doesn't respect him. Like we don't see that at all. The General Hux. Or, no, or Kylo. 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 Like the first order actually respects General Hux. That's the weird thing is like he's a clown, but yeah. literally Hux does everything in this movie. Uh Snoke sits in his throne room the entire time and Kylo uh yells at things. Well the thing is they um, fear and they breaks fear. Well yeah, yeah but Hux too. is only doing what, what Snoke's telling him to do though. He's a puppet. He Snoke the, even says that. Kind of, but when when he was when he was uh disappointed in him Hux was like, we have them on a string. Like, Hux knew about plans that Snoke didn't. And then when he went to Snoke, he's like, this is our plan. He was like, that's good. Like, <laughs> And why doesn't Snoke I have... know about that? Yeah, and so that's what, what I'm saying. What is he like, doing I feel, up there? I feel like Hux, like Hux has the respect of the First Order, and he has strategic plans. He's just a doofus. And like, no one with actual power respects, like actually respects him. Like, Snoke doesn't respect him. Kylo doesn't respect him. Yeah. Poe Dameron doesn't respect him. Well, I think, and, and that uh, that goes perfectly into if we're going, are we going back around yeah. again? Okay. So that kind of, this is like an overarching problem I had with the movie was, because um, I was thinking about this today, if you just take eight by itself, like the yeah. characters, if they were just introduced in eight, yeah, it doesn't, it, I mean, it, it kind of works, but yeah. the problem is, is that we're coming from Episode everything, seven. everything that was set up. Not only in episode seven, but in all the the new canon, yeah, and all the hints that we were getting about Snoke being—I mean, we got hints about him in um, multiple books. The weird thing is, we've gotten hints, but we don't know if they're him. Yeah, we still don't, and we may yeah. not ever know. Um, and then the Knights of Ren, and also the the fact that General Hux wasn't really in the first in the Force Awakens. He wasn't really. Like the butt of a joke. Yeah. He no, was... they changed that about him. Yeah. And honestly, I even though I enjoyed it, I kind of blame the first scene because I'm guess, guessing that for the writers, that funny first scene set up in their minds that, oh, 
we should do this throughout the rest of the movie because this part's so funny. And yeah. the, it was, but they ran with it for too long. Yeah, yeah. They ran with it till the very end when Kylo gives orders and Hux repeats the same line. Yeah. I would, you guys yeah, know what I'm talking really about. I would have been fine with it in that beginning moment because it's Poe Dameron, and he's yes. like he's the he makes everyone the butt of the joke. Right. Like literally, his first interaction with Kylo was, "How do we do this?" Like, or I I can't really yeah, like, hear uh, you. He's like, uh, "So Silla so talks first. You talk first. Yeah, you talk, talk first. first. And he's like, "I can't really hear you. Yeah, like, behind yeah. the mask." And so like, like I was fine with that, but then he became that character the mm-hmm. whole movie. The whole movie, yeah. and it would have been fine because like. Since it's Poe, he doesn't respect anyone. He barely respects Leia, uh, like her, right. her her orders. Um, I w- like that was fine. That's true. And then like everyone on the ship, though, like anytime Huck said something, they did it instantly. Like you saw that the first order does respect him, um, and they do what he says. Uh, but then like any interaction with Kylo or any interaction with Snoke, it was just he was a right. he was a goof. He was a clown. Yeah, he's a goofball. And now you have the First Order, <clears throat> which has Kylo Ren in charge, who makes I, him look like a goof. Yeah, I don't think, like, I I still, it's a, I have a hard time seeing Kylo Ren as the leader of the entire First Order. Yeah, yeah. Me too. And I, and I agree. And like I think it goes back to what I was saying before, is we haven't had a moment where anyone, like, legitimately respects Kylo Ren or fear. Like, we got it briefly when he throws Hux against the wall. Right. And then the guy's like, right away, sir. Right away, sir. And it's like, but that's also another one of those silly moments. Like, everyone laughs at this. Well, and the problem, though, is his second in command, <clears throat> who's Hux, is now a joke. Yeah. So you and have yeah. a joke who doesn't respect him. Doesn't respect him, but it's like, <clears throat> it, it almost put the First Order like a notch below it if they weren't so overpowered. Yeah. Because now there's, what, 10 rebels left? Um, <laughs> there's that, like 30 that's the only so. reason that I'm like okay they're gonna take over but if there was still a considerable amount of people yeah. I'd be like I'm not really that scared of them anymore yeah. right because they don't have Snoke anymore mm-hmm. they have Kylo who's just kind of like still an emotional wreck. and that's where episode 9 I I wholeheartedly think this is episode 9 needs to start with a time jump it needs to start yep. with a time jump I agree with a solidified first order a more fearsome Kylo Ren, yep. uh, where everyone is like afraid to even be around him. Right. Um, That's what I thought. Yeah. I, I'm i fine with The time keeping, jump is key. I'm I'm fine with keeping Hux that whole like, at any moment I will shoot you in the back. Because that's his character. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm fine with keeping that there. Tone down the, the goofiness with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you need to make him a butt of the joke of a Poe joke, that's fine. Just don't make him the yeah. butt of everyone's joke. Sure. Um, or you bring in a more competent, yeah, like character. And they have them. Like we even saw so many times. Like how many officers officers did we see? Where we're like, oh, that guy's like bad. Yeah, the guy in the like, dreadnought was like, oh, geez, yeah. this guy is like, you know, yeah, yeah. And then business. we just, and then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, we don't have any of those characters anymore. Yeah, it's just Hux. And so I'm hoping like <laughs> the first order is huge. Right, that we're going to get more officers that are like, I don't know. I I want a Tarkin. Yeah, like, I think I think we were able to handle the fact that Tarkin. I don't even need a Tarkin. Give me an Admiral Piet. <laughs> Give well, me a guy we, who is we just were, solid. We were able to with because Tarkin ordered Darth Vader. Right. Um. We were we were fine with that because we saw how ruthless Tarkin was. Like you saw Tarkin, you're like, that's a bad dude. Yeah. Um. One well, Vader respected him, which is like, oh, yes. okay, this Vader respects this guy. Uh, okay. And so you have Hux, who 
at doesn't order Kylo Ren around ever. Uh, no, and Kylo, and he doesn't respect Kylo's orders. Like you, even from Episode Seven, you saw that they disagreed with everything. Where Kylo was like, they should have went with the clones again, mm-hmm, right? And then Hux is like, no, they they're like trained from birth, like yeah, right. Um, to be this way, my men are exceptionally well trained. Yeah, and so you have already <laughs> you have two people just like they don't respect each other. None of them like they don't fear each other at all. Uh, until Hux gets choked by Kylo Ren. Right. Um, and then you start to see it more, uh, and you see it when Kylo throws him against the wall uh, a little bit more. So I'm, I am excited where they're going to take it. I can see Hilo be, or Kylo becoming that way. Just at the end of episode eight, he's not there at all. Sure. Right. Um, but we do get, like, small glimpses. Right. But nothing, like, solidifying. It's like, uh... Ray's going to kick your butt. <laughs> Just like yeah, and, um, and I'm still not convinced because Kylo does a little bit better than uh, than Ray against the guards, but Ray yeah. is able to at least handle herself somewhat. Yeah, and so the fact that they're still so evenly matched mm-hmm. is kind of and she's going to be trained by Luke, right? Yeah, well, and she's already as good as she is with really very minimal training for mm-hmm. Luke. So I mean, <laughs> so the interesting thing is I. I don't think, uh, like I talked about how this needs to end with Kylo dying, mm-hmm. um, which I I still kind of agree with. Uh, I don't think Ray is going to be the one to do it. Uh, I think Ray is going to be kind of like the Luke in Episode Six, where she's going to con- like she's going to be the one that's like, I like you are going to turn. You think she's going to continue to try and turn him? I think so. Or she's not. I going can to, see that. I, she's not going to cross that line of. Uh, of killing someone to stop them from rising because that's what the Jedi did. Um, and that was a, that was one of the major problems with the Jedi is they kept saying only the Sith deal in absolutes, but that statement alone is an absolute. Yeah. Well, the Jedi do deal in absolutes. Yeah. When you look at their code. Yeah. There is no emotion. There's yeah. only the force. That's, that's very extreme. Which is funny because Luke then tells her to use her feelings to reach out to the force. Well, the thing is, Obi-Wan even says stretch out with your feelings. Mm-hmm. So I never quite understood the old school Jedi code. Yeah. And how I feel like Yoda could, was how, the only one that how it could be embraced. Code. Yeah. It was like I know, so I don't care if you guys Well, know. we even saw that Obi-Wan um like cuz Obi-Wan knew about Padme and uh Anakin. Yeah. Right. And so we knew that Obi-Wan knew there was a problem. And we even deal with that in the Clone Wars TV show mm-hmm. where he he loved someone. And like he still loved someone, and he like he didn't hide that emotion. We see that adamantly. Right. Um, he just didn't let it control him like Anakin did. Right. Um, and so I think I think Obi Wan was in that boat of use your feelings, use your emotion, just don't let emotion control. Keep you. it at bay. Yeah. So do we want to talk any, about any other things you didn't like about it? Oh. I will there say. were tons of little things, but I can't keep going forever. <laughs> uh, I mean, I, well, I guess to... And I don't want to make it sound like I, I didn't like anything about the movie. I, yeah, I know. We'll, we'll get to that part. Well, I just think right. that, going back to the, the point about seven, the transition from 7 to 8... Yeah. The, it was handled poorly. Yeah, it it seems like it's suffering from not having someone who's in charge of like the full vision of the yeah, trilogy. Yeah, right. It, it's just J.J. does his thing, and then Ryan says, nah, I don't like that, I'm just going to do my thing. Yeah. And the result is we get a lot of letdowns, mm-hmm. 
And a lot of that was fan expectations and theories. Yeah. But the the stuff with the Knights of Ren and... But fans do have expectations. Oh, yeah. yeah. And everyone knows that. Right. So. Yeah. And you can't just, like... You can't just necessarily discard it and say, "Well, we're gonna we want to tell the story, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And you shouldn't care about it." Yeah. yeah, it's like, well, if you set it up that way, then we kind of are pushed expecting to, care. to yeah. have it go that way. Yeah. Um, the one last thing I would I will say, like I didn't like the Leia scene. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the Leia. At one point, she gets blown up, and then goes into space, and then for the first time ever, uses force pull. Force Superman something. something. Force fly. Uh, Force flight. Yeah. It's, she's um, manipulating her body, I think. And then, but she's also at the same time using the Force to keep her alive in space. Right. Um. And, and like, I'm always, like, I've always been one in the boat of, like, Leia has the Force. Right. Like, I've been that since day one. What bothered me about this is we haven't seen her use it in this way. She's used it in like precognition kind of stuff. Like yeah. she knows things. We even get like Mark Hamill was even talking about like I just realized it that she's able to talk to Luke yeah. like telepathically. Tele- yeah, telepathically. She so, yeah, she she can sense like when people die mm-hmm. and like who people are. She can sense that about mm-hmm. them. And it's like I, I was able to get that with her where she never trained her force abilities to this point. But then like all of a sudden, like she she does. She uses it in a incredible way that like like if every Jedi could do that I feel like they wouldn't none of them would die well um, if we want to talk about unexplained force powers Ray has that written all over her I don't have a, pr- a problem with her parents being no one but she is so overpowered and for her to just understand how to use force persuasion on that guard in episode 7 that d- yeah that did bother me but. It didn't at the time. I was like, oh, there's going to be an explanation right. for this. Oh. And that's another thing that was set up. And we were the... deprived of any. So. And and I don't have a problem with her parents being nobody either, but it's just the extent at which, uh, how proficient she is with the Force. Yeah. yeah. That, that seems, I, I get Anakin was good at a lot of stuff, but he still. Even had, then he had to and train Luke, his Force power. Luke, he had to train under Luke trained very quickly. Yeah. Let's not forget that, right. but it, it's there. Yeah. But there was a lot of setups and letdowns between seven and eight. Yeah. yeah. I think my biggest thing was who is Snoke? Like where did he <laughs> that's come the, from? That's the biggest question. What yeah. What was his like was he human? Was he some kind of alien humanoid? What and how does he how does he how is he supposedly inside of Kylo Ren's mind, yet he didn't know that the uh first order had developed the ability to track people while they're in right. light speed or whatever. Like what who who yeah. was he? What? I don't know, man. Well, and everybody keeps saying who's who's you know doesn't care about it. They're saying, "Oh, you guys just want a backstory." Everything. The the problem with that is is that if you look at the lore of the saga as a whole, Darth Vader was supposed to be the one to kill the last Sith. Yeah, he yeah. he balanced the Force. And well, so, that's that's where I'm coming from. I don't think Snoke was Sith. Well, yeah, maybe not, but he sure. Uh, because he, he sure knew a lot about the Jedi and the Sith, and he could use Force lightning and all this other stuff. That, I'm, but like that, that comes back to like, at what point are you able to? Because the Sith is a code. Yeah, it's the same thing as a Jedi. If like, we have Ahsoka in Rebels, who isn't a Jedi, but she knows how to. I mean, she came from the Jedi. 
Sure. But, like, <clears throat> she doesn't go by calling herself a Jedi. Right. Um, but she knows how to use the Force in there... other ways. And so I'm, what, like, that's where I'm, where I'm coming from is, like, I don't know if he was Sith. He just knew how to tap into the dark side. Oh, yeah. And, and use it very well. The difference, be- the, <clears throat> I should say. But we didn't see him fight at all. Like, that's where no, I'm, like, no. he could have been really weak. He was strong in the Force. But like as a fighter, as anything else, he would have he would he could have been very weak. But he was still throwing away around <clears throat> Ray like she was nothing. That's what I'm saying. Like that's a force thing. Like sure. he's strong in the force, and the dark side. He like he went whole like full into the dark side, but like he, the other components of what makes a Sith a Sith, he does not have. That's true. And I was gonna say to Kevin, I think the difference between a Sith and a dark Jedi or any other evil force user, it's a very fine line. Yeah. Like, I, I think it most most of it is code. Because the Inquisitors aren't Sith. True. They're, they're mo- a lot of them are turned, or yeah. fallen Jedi, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's, it's not necessarily important to say that he's not a Sith explicitly, but yeah. I guess if you just say nothing, it's kind That's of... That's the problem. It's it's kind yeah, of like yeah, totally. We have nothing. Like, I... Like Nothing. I would have been fine if they actually yeah. set him up to be like they they gave like where he came from and everything like I don't know I'm I'm fine with Snoke dying it's the fact that he died and we don't know anything about him yeah like, man that's, that is the that is where I do come from of like well, he died too quickly they didn't have enough time to explain him yeah um, he also seems in a way more powerful than Palpatine which is weird to think about because Palpatine was like considered the most powerful Sith of all time. Uh, and this is would he be though? I mean, Palpatine. Palpatine, Palpatine he's up there, but Snoke is like. No, no, no I'm. I'm saying. I was saying with Snoke, like he had good control over the Force, but he was also using it against noobs. But his ability to, I think, bridge people's minds. So he stuff, could bridge yeah. someone's mind, but not sense the lightsaber turning next to him. Here's I mean, the thing that I both are sensory four skills. When I was it's not we are comparing lightsaber dueling skills and. You know, telepathy. It's two similar. Yes, facets. unless the bridging of the looking into someone's mind takes so much concentration, just like doing a force projection, like hmm. that, like it is the honed in. Yeah, like you only see that. And he was looking into Kylo's man, mind, and like I know we talked about this. We know it's the second time. Kylo is twisting his lightsaber at the same time that he's twisting the other lightsaber, and so when That's he true. sees when yeah. he sees. Twisting the lightsaber, Ray isn't his enemy, and so even though he he's twisting it to kill his enemy, he had that feeling of I'm going to kill my enemy, and his enemy was Snoke, because Snoke was in his way right. to become more powerful. Right. Um, the second time, that's when I was like, okay, like I can see it. The lightsaber made no noise, like at all, uh, when it turned. It, that's true. <clears throat> there was no rattling or anything. It just it like just like hovered up a little bit and then just slowly turned. And then it was it was actually behind him too, like it was like right here. Yeah, or like under his arms, so yeah. you couldn't really see it. But um, and he was like having a weird, like, like dark side, um, like uh, his little dark side arousal. spiel, arousal. Yeah, arousal. Yeah. It was. He's like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, what is yeah, going he, on? he was doing that. So like, the lightsaber. Uh, yeah, and then. <laughs> He's like, and strikes his enemy down once and for all. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, that's when. They- yeah, I guess you're right. I, I forgot that Kylo Ren was engaging in an act of subterfuge. Yes. <laughs> uh, 
And we, like, the crazy thing is, like, Kylo is also really strong with the Force, which we see at the beginning of Episode 7 and just, like, never again. And I think that's a problem with both movies, not yes. just a... Yeah, he was freezing... He freezed the blaster, blaster bolt, yeah. and that's a power we haven't seen right. before either. And it's just, like, like, the only time you could say we saw that was Darth Vader when he when he stopped the blasters with his hand. And, uh... Two to menace. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, um, <laughs> or in Rogue One when he stopped a lot of blasters, uh, where he collected them. That <laughs> yes, was he crazy. collected and them and shot them back. Gave them you back. can collect yeah. all five. That was so epic. Uh, yeah, it was. No, and so we like we we are seeing new powers, and I'm fine with seeing new powers because if we just saw the same ones over and over and over again, it would just be boring. It would have um, been nice to see during the the fight with Kylo and Rey when they're fighting at least like a force choke or a force that was, push. That was or, weird. Um, I wonder if it was because Rey didn't. We've only seen Rey use her force abilities uh, in stationary moments. Well, I would have liked to see Kylo just, like, push yeah. somebody. Yeah, the Kylo yeah. not using them was weird. But, you know, he was fighting, like, four people, so I guess maybe that's... <laughs> There's one time where I'm like... Because when I saw, saw it the second time, like, I made the statement about how he fights more people than she does. She fights, like, three people at the beginning yeah. and takes two of them out really quickly. <clears throat> he fights, like... Six. Well, they were taking. They, <laughs> someone took a body count during yeah. that scene, and he kills six of them. Yeah, and, and she, she kills, kills three. three. Right. Um, and because there's one moment where he's like fighting two, I'm like, <clears throat> oh, they're fighting like the same amount. And then like he turns around and there's two more. <laughs> yeah. and I went, oh no, he's fighting way more. I was like, okay, at least yeah. they show that he's better. Like he's gonna like, be more successful. And the what I saw was she is more agile and she's quicker to think on her feet. Mm-hmm. Which we saw when she drops the like she's stuck. She was kind of in the same position that Kylo was, and she thought a way out of the situation. Where Kylo is a monster that just like he loses his lightsaber and still like kills two of the guys um, at one right. point. Right. Um, and so, but he we've seen he's he doesn't think on his feet. Like he sees Luke and says, "Like shoot that," instead <laughs> of. You know, ignore that, shoot everyone in that right. that base. Um No, so he's he's not a quick thinker and he's not a strategist. Um but we have seen that the Supreme Leader doesn't need to be a strategist. So No, apparently <laughs> he not. He just needs to order people around. <laughs> uh but yeah. I am I am determined that we will not get a uh a palpatine. Um, we will not get a Palpatine. Yeah, I don't want some mm. new villain just thrown in there. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, even, like, Kylo Ren won't become a Palpatine. <clears throat> and it's because we we don't want it to be six again. <clears throat> um, so I, I am excited for nine to see what it can do. Yes. Um, admittedly, I wasn't excited after seeing it for the first oh, you, time. Oh, and you actually didn't mind <clears throat> No, I I really liked it, and so let's get to that part. Okay, sure. let's get to back like because the more I the, exhausted when, so much of myself when I talk about uh, when I talk about <laughs> now the, I gotta talk about what I do like. Yeah, when I talked about the things I gotta go I to a different like corner of my mind. Yeah, you do. When I talk about the things I do like about this movie, I get really excited and I get pumped. I'm like, give me everything Star Wars now. Infinity Wars, I'm still excited for, and I just I need. I need to keep that excitement at bay right now because I will get into that. And, yeah. Uh, so one thing I did like, <clears throat> probably the just the uh, jaw-dropping moment in the whole movie was the hyperspace bullet. Ooh. <clears throat> I was going to go for that one, too. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, literally every time I, 
the both times I saw it, the, the theater went silent, and right. then like one person decided to speak up each time. But like yeah. right. this, the just everyone was like, "Holy crap!" Because there is no sound, there's nothing, right? And it's just like, Duh, and then you just hear explosion. <clears throat> what I also liked is it didn't annihilate the ship; it blew off one of its wings. Right, because it's so big. <laughs> but in space, that doesn't matter because right. you don't fall. Uh, and so it's like it's still repairable right. and it's still operational. Um, and they didn't destroy it. I also like how Snoke's ship wasn't like a Death Star. It's just a giant it ship. It was just big, but it couldn't even take out a cruiser. Oh, <clears> my gosh. Um, <laughs> so that's where I'm like, someone was talking about how once again they – Introduced a super weapon and then destroyed it. I was like, Snoke's ship wasn't a super weapon. Like, yeah. It just was a huge transportation ship. Like, that's really all it was. Right. Um, well, what about that other thing that got destroyed at the beginning? The Dreadnought? The Dreadnought. The Dreadnought, yeah. I would say, was <clears throat> a super weapon, but it seemed like they had multiple They have more. Yeah, they yeah. have more of those. Yeah. Um, it's like a super star destroyer. There's multiple. Yes, which we've seen before. A super star destroyer. Right. Um, but we even saw that the Dreadnought can't deal with like close enemies at all. Also it has no shield. I'm trying to remember, have we seen a crazy. dreadnought <laughs> up close in any Star Wars what, film? What's with the, no. First time? N- no. Up close? I, I think this was the first time a dreadnought was introduced. That's what I thought. Um mm. cuz dreadnoughts are in the EU. They are. So that's cool. Isn't yeah. it a super star destroyer is not a dreadnought? I'm pretty sure they're a little different. Okay. Are yeah. they uh, Wait, are you saying that a dreadnought is a class of ship not the not the name of the type? Yeah, I just figured that like the dreadnought is like their super star destroyer or something. Mm. I think I, I think they're different. They're different. Okay. In the, yeah, yeah. In the because in the EU they have dreadnoughts. Gotcha. Um, no, that's that's cool though. Which don't have to be imperial or Did first order. Did Tron have a, any control over the dreadnoughts? I will not say. <laughs> uh, expectations. Hmm. Expectations. Wait, are you I talking about uh, new <clears throat> canon stuff making uh, it in the movies? Uh, what? Uh, <laughs> I've Kevin been doing Fazma. this. I've been doing this thing where, like, I even did it during the movie. I'm the worst. Yeah, I you am, are the worst. I am the worst. You're so the worst. And I the am best. the person <laughs> who just builds everyone's expectations <laughs> and then lets them down immediately. Well, it's not your fault. Uh, that so during this movie, like, I was sitting next to Kevin, and like, uh, there's a point <laughs> when they talk about like a lapel and going to find a master code broker breaker who's also like smooth and, and great pilot and a great pilot and i like i slapped kevin i went it's lando and then it's <laughs> like at a casino yeah and it's like he, it's not lando uh and it's then some like, guy and then at the end where they're like we have we have uh oh. we have allies in the outer outer rim who will come and like help us with my with my call like princess leia's call so you're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. people who know her and yes. i smacked kevin i went wedge is going to show <laughs> wedge lando and, and then like they don't uh, and yeah. then, and so like you see, you see uh, Luke with the hood. I was like, Luke's here with his X-wing, and then, <laughs> and then like that wasn't it either. Luke's yeah. here with his green lightsaber. Yeah. Oh. And so like every time, just like any moment of like, oh, what's going to happen next? Like I just told Kevin, I built Kevin's expectations up, and then they just went down the drain. But it's okay, Andrew, because mm. I'll be able to learn about their story in a book. Right. I can read right. a book. You, can you know what about, I would? You can read all about DJ. You know what I would really like in episode nine? Totally just arbitrary. Just Revive all the here. characters and then just have a, a episodes four, five, and six in one movie. Nah, <laughs> that's a little too much. A phasma that actually does something? 
No, nothing. Yes. Nothing. You guys are going for way bigger things. I'm. I would oh, like way small? more. R2-D2, honestly. Yes. R2-D2 oh. and BB-8 Wreck and Shop. Sign me up in for episode that. Nine. Can, yeah, can right? We, me and Chris. acknowledge uh, MVP BB-8? BB-8 oh, yeah. like, literally oh. does... He literally awesome. saves everyone. He's, he's telling up that body count. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's in control of the And in the, the original ATST. trilogy, R2, R2 R2-D2. Yeah. Well, maybe that's what they're saying, is yeah. that R2 sort of... And R2 does show Luke the holo- yeah. hologram. Yeah. He's kind of in the background. Yeah. You know? It's weird they're... They've treated R2 like they do the other legacy characters of like, well, no, we want to focus on BB-8's the new droid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so like, R2's there, but Poe's the it's new not Han his, Solo. It's not his story. I, I don't think Poe's the new Han Solo. The weird thing is like, Poe's the new Leia. Yeah, I could see that. Where, where she was in charge and then became even more in charge. I could see that. And the second time watching it, I didn't have a problem with Leia when she's like, what are you looking at me for? Because... That whole, she's been training Poe to take over. Yes. And so that that was her moment of going. I'm going to let you have I'm, the. Yeah. Uh, she also realized that literally everything fell apart <laughs> with her in the in control. Sure. Um, uh, yeah. Before but. we get too lighthearted, how much did you guys like Laura Dern's character? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, gosh. I know we're going back so, to what we didn't like or what we had problems with. So. But- I didn't mind her if she didn't die. Like, if we- They didn't if, give you enough time to care. If her death right. was in episode nine, because by the end of it, I was like, okay, she's this way because I'm trying to look at from like a like an actual admiral. She's not some politician. Like, she's an admiral. Right. So an, an admiral doesn't put up with anyone. If they think anyone's out of line, they will- they they're not nice to them. Also, she's um, the first admiral that I've seen in the Resistance or- in uh, the old uh, rebellion, who doesn't have any dress code expectations? She yeah, just that wears was a dress. weird. And even even and po, has purple hair. People, uh, Poe talked about that too. He's like, "That's Admiral Haldo." Yeah, he's like, "How hero?" They, like the there's some random battle that we'll get in the book. I I thought out of all the characters in that movie, she was probably the most pointless character. Yep. Yeah, and because the the way I would have done it is, I think you still could have had Leia. Mm-hmm. And Leia tells Poe what the plan is, and Poe's like, "No, we're just gonna die." Like, yeah. What do you What are you thinking? And then he still sends Finn to do that thing. Mm-hmm. And then you have Admiral Akbar do the hyperspace yeah. suicide. Yeah. And then he says, you "But know, we're not talking about things we don't like because that's going to be another one." Like, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Admiral Akbar just dies. Like I said, I'm sorry <laughs> to bring that up, but it, it was a point you, all three of us had discussed, yeah. and I wanted to bring it up again because I know no, that's how we feel. Yeah. yeah. So let's let's get back to positive stuff. Yes, uh, hyperspace bullet raised Ray on the island was incredible. Yeah, uh, was really good stuff. Luke on the island was in this movie is a, is good. Uh, lore wise, it's just a bummer. Um, yeah, but his interaction with her, the best acting Mark Hamill's ever done. Oh, in, yeah. in a movie by like, far. Just oh man, really good, solid. Yeah. Um, uh, I need I need to do a count of how many times Ray cries in this movie. Because she cries a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like, she does. Like, like they really used uh, Daisy Ridley's ability to Maybe just she's cry really on, good at crying on, on, on command. Spot. She is. No, she is. And, and so that's why she was, that was in her audition. Yeah. And like, and she got the part. But I just find it funny, like, anytime she deals with any major moment, like, it's just like, 
tears instantly. <laughs> and like I just noticed it. And I was like, that's like the sixth time that she's just cried at something. Uh, oh, that's going to be a YouTube uh, a compilation. compilation yes. How many times Ray cries. Uh which is funny because like it has no effect on her as like like a BA character. Um and the fact that she saw the the dark side, she went into the dark side, came out of it and was like that's not who I am. I thought that was cool. That was cool. I agree. Oh, the uh the mirror scene. The mirror scene. Yeah. yeah. I saw that as kind of like her it's like a nod to the cave scene with Luke. With Luke that's and what Vader. I was saying. Yeah. Like yeah, I was Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're doing Random Failure. stuff. Uh, no, I really, I thought that too, because that was also a moment where Luke saw his father. Yeah. Um, and then, but another thing I noticed is when the when the helmet comes off, Luke sees himself. Mm-hmm. When Ray touches the mirror, she sees, she sees herself. herself. Yeah, that's what reminded um, me of that. Yeah, and so I thought that was, I thought that, and I loved the effects in that scene. Like when she's yeah, snapping, snapping, and it's like, it's like in rhythmic. And then, like, she does, like, the movement. I thought it was a really Well, and cool I love scene. it because it was, like, uh, you are looking for, you were looking to define yourself by who your parents are. Yeah. And, and that's why I'm okay with her parents being nobodies because it's, like. So, she, because she, she's going to define who she is. Yeah, she has yeah. to define and make her own choices. Yeah. It doesn't matter what her lineage is. Yeah. Um, uh, no, I, I really enjoyed that. Uh, at the end of this, I think Ray um, is my favorite character um, in this in this new, and Poe. Poe po steals po's every scene. I'm going with Poe um, and BB-8. <laughs> and I I see where you guys are at, the, the BB-8 scene with Poe. Like, when I first saw it, I was put off, where he's, like, rubbing it. And then the, oh, second, yeah. time, the second time I, I watched it, part. I was like, yeah, it is a dog. Like it's oh yeah yeah like, he was just like oh buddy but like the first yeah, time I buddy. saw it I was like I was like it's like yeah yeah so like, I was just like what is hey, this but even well, then huh? some people are weird with their dogs yeah I know they, they love them oh a lot. gosh no. no not like that uh, <laughs> no but uh no and so then I saw it and I was I was like I just love the fact when he's like Finn Rose you're alive where's my droid yeah where's my droid yeah yeah, yeah. like that was I, great I do like their relationship where BB-8 I would say. I love R2 and I love R2 and Luke, but I I do believe that BB-8 and Poe have a a deeper relationship. Um Oh yeah. I also right. think it's cuz Poe didn't really grow up with friends <laughs> and like I can see BB-8 being his like first like friend. Like someone would as we talked about with a dog. Like there are people who have weird like friend relationships with their dog better than like their best friend. Yeah. Um and so I I was able to accept I thought it was really cool. Um Throughout the movie, it was sad. Like the first time when the X wings blow up and then like BB eight flies and then you see his head roll, you're like, "The BB eight just yeah," die? I was like, and then his <laughs> head just pops back yeah. on it because it's like a magnet. It's like a magnet. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, "Wow, was like, that's whew. yeah." The first reaction I had I was like, "Wow, this is really dark." Yeah, like, really dark. he's just dead now. <laughs> um, and then the final thing I do like about this movie is Say the uh, the the jaw dropping moment when you realize that Luke wasn't. I know, like it was different. For, I don't like I I won't say assume where you guys were at, but like I my mind flipped when it revealed that Luke was still on the island. Right. Um, so yeah, I yeah I know that was a lot of people loved that, and Kevin yeah. and I just wanted more lightsaber. Yeah. What what do you we do wanted you, more fighting? Uh, do you think? And I'm I guess I'm asking Cody. Do you th- how do you feel about that now? The the astral projection. I you haven't seen it again. I like the projection. I was hoping more would happen afterward. Yes. Because we just didn't see Luke do anything cool yeah. before that. Yeah. Right. So I was like, oh, 
That's really badass. Give me something a little more. Nope. He's, He's going dead. to give himself to the force. Yeah. That's done now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I read something a Reddit user put put it really well, and I thought I'd bring it up because they said uh, Luke defeated the Emperor by throwing his lightsaber away. Mm-hmm. And so this, basically him confronting Kylo and not fighting is the most Luke thing that Luke ever did. Like, it's it's consistent with his character of, like, I'm not going to fight. And it's consistent with a Jedi just being not about being a warrior, not about being someone who kills. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, <laughs> I still wanted a lightsaber. <laughs> yes fight. and no. You still wanted him to use the lightsaber to kill things. But he threw away his right. lightsaber after he had just spanked his dad in a lightsaber duel. Yeah. That's true. Also, it wasn't the green lightsaber when he was fighting Kylo. That still yes. is the weirdest Why? one. Like I just I the only thing I can think about is he needed to, to I use think, something dude, off of recent. It was foreshadowing. It was foreshadowing that it wasn't him. It's yeah. it's lame though. Um, like they could have just made him look exactly like him on the island. Yeah. And then I would have been like, that's him. Um like in person. Yeah, I think I think the crazy thing. And the the way I justified it in my mind uh, is that he needed something that he had touched recently, and he didn't have his green lightsaber. I don't think he has his green lightsaber. Um, yeah, I just oh, I the, I could see that it's still a depressing. Yeah, it's a depressing thought. But like sad. the fact that he throws the other lightsaber when he grabs it, it's like he doesn't want any of those things around him. Oh yeah, I um, gathered that. And so, but they could have sold more toys. I I know. Uh, no, I, I I do see it as he needed something from recent memory, and that was the last lightsaber he had. Touched. Well, and maybe the symbolism. Was the short brown hair also recent memory? <laughs> no, he just got a haircut. Yeah. Sports he clips. He went to Great Clips, yeah. Vancouver Barber Company. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. Was that his last? Well, no, I, I don't know if it was what? just the symbolism of that was Ben's lightsaber, but to me it was like, who cares? Just give me yeah. a green lightsaber. I'm, but this movie was full of symbolism, so it doesn't yeah. matter. They're not yeah. going to tell us in the next movie anyway. JJ <laughs> <laughs> Abrams just goes, you know, everything Ryan did. I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. I'm gonna care about what I did in seven. <laughs> yeah, and I don't care if you forgot about what, it. What, what if episode nine what if just even picks up that? where seven left he's, off? He's like, he's like, this is a brand new trilogy. <laughs> oh gosh, we're going with nine, ten, and eleven. <laughs> or no, I was gonna say, what if nine just picks up where seven leaves off and he just ignores <laughs> it? It's just like and entirely the same movie. They're like, like wait, this is a train. Why? Why is it picking up where seven? And, and it's like, wait, they made it an eight. I didn't what, know that. What yeah. if he's just? And it's just a train wreck of a movie. Like just like. There's actually he, a, a petition out there that they want Disney to decanonize Episode Eight. Like, that's so stupid. I'm like, they're not gonna do that. That's first so of all. stupid. It's like just accept where we are. Yeah, I was like, like it's, yeah. that's 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 the people who say that the prequels were worse or better than this movie. Yeah. Which yes, I don't agree. What with. to decanonize eight? I'd yeah. rather decanonize the prequels. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just there's, make uh, the There's Clone more Wars. inconsistency with character in the prequels yes. than this movie. Right. Yes. Like, there is. Yeah. It's true. Uh, I have to, if we're talking about stuff oh. we like, I have to bring up the my, my favorite scene. Yeah. The Yoda scene. The Yoda scene. Yeah. That was really cool. That was cool. the best, in my opinion, the best scene of the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, with him talking about the Jedi mm-hmm. and then the, the whole line about um, we are what they move beyond. Talking yeah. about so that when you you pointed out that there was a lot of lines in this movie that were directly talking to the audience, yes, and that was one of them, yes. Um, where it's all like, and that's the whole point of like when you said the decanonize the 
the movies. Like, they totally missed the point of this movie. Right. It's just like, we're at a place where these new characters are going to become different. Like, right. it's going to be different, and the old characters, it's not about them anymore. Um, right. And so, which I think you you were able to, you, you guys were fine with that. You just wanted a Episode little bit more. Episode 7 did a fine job of that. We yeah. wanted a little. While leaving them there. Yeah. In them. I, I would my, I would say yes, except I think Han Solo got more character development than Finn and Poe put together. Well, Poe was kind of an afterthought in that That's, movie. But he's yeah. supposed to be one of the main three. And yeah. so, like, that that would be my one thing is, like, Han Solo got a lot of screen time, and there was a lot of focus on him um, at the sacrifice of other characters, in my opinion. Well, but Han was a, a catalyst for Kylo, though. Yes. Which, I, which it, I'm not saying, like, it doesn't fit the story. Right. I'm saying that... I wouldn't have given any more to Finn, honestly. I just by the end of episode at the end of episode seven, he's the same character that he was at the beginning of episode seven. Yeah, you can because obviously for people who don't know, they they originally intended to kill off Poe. Yes, at the beginning. Yeah, so you can tell when he doesn't show up till later that they were kind of like, oh shoot, they didn't have a lot of scenes with him. Right. Yeah. Um, That that would be my only thing. I would say they focused more on a legacy character um, at the sacrifice of. Other character development in episodes. Yeah, and I think all Cody and I, what we were kind of wanting is, I th- I think we're okay with focusing on new characters, but you we, just wanted something more. From we just the- wanted the send offs of the old characters to be as epic as humanly possible. And I, yeah. with Luke, I'm kind of coming around to it a little bit. Yeah, still, we'll never. I mean, I'm still bummed out about the no lightsaber thing. Me too. That's just the fact, and I think, you know. Yeah, I and yeah. I, it's weird for me because I understand everyone's point of view. Yeah. Um, which is hard because <laughs> it's like I understand the the point of view of the people who loved it because I'm in the middle where I, I was let down by a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. uh, but I still came out optimistic for the rest of the, the series for episode nine. And visually, it's still a spectacular movie. Yeah. I still think that the casino scene sticks out like a sore thumb in an unnecessary way, yeah. but the rest of it looks visually yeah. stunning. I yes. thought the uh, salt planet or whatever crystal Crate. planet. Crate. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was that was really gorgeous. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That scene where they were flying the uh, Millennium Falcon like just through the mines. Oh yeah! yeah. That oh was my cool. goodness! That and was... with the Rebel Alliance theme. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that was beautiful. That was great. I got the, excited. The last third of that movie is just. It's pretty darn. It's good. like it's like, yeah, yeah, boy. And the first um, hour is awesome too. Yeah. Oh, the yeah, uh, beginning battle. Yeah, it was really another. Cool. That yeah. was. In, with the bombers, really intense. Yeah, that was great. I was tearing up a little bit when yeah. that when that chick was inside and she knew she was just gonna die. Yeah, yeah. that oh, was cool. very cool. The one part, like, I was talking with a friend and he he's like, I will admit that he did tear up a little bit when R two turned on the the Princess Leia. Oh, of course. Oh, it was yeah. just like yeah. it was like, oh, and like that. Like, I liked that a and lot. It was yeah. even. He's like, that was a cheap shot. She's yeah. like, uh, and it was like, yeah, like he did that because it he stirred. And it is at the moment that you see something does stir in Luke, that that scene, because um, that's right after he's that's he's he's like I'll train you, and then you'll yeah. see why I am this way, mm-hmm. um, and then when Ray doesn't see why, that's when Luke is like, okay, I'm going to burn down this tree. But even though he goes to the tree and he can't burn it down, he hesitates, um, and that's when Yoda's like, 
F this tree. <laughs> um, no, and just, like, so he can still yeah. do stuff like that even in afterlife ghost form. Skywalker. Yes. Which is why. Wicked cool. I don't. Oh. I wholeheartedly oh. believe that we are going to get super awesome ghost Luke Skywalker in episode nine. Ooh. I would like that. And also, Kevin and I have this, you know, fan <laughs> dream hope that uh, Sebastian Stan will play a young play Luke Skywalker. Young Luke Skywalker. Young Luke Skywalker. For, for anybody who doesn't know, just look up Google Sebastian Stan Mark Hamill. There's a shot where they Photoshop Sebastian Stan's face over Luke's, Luke when he's And young. well. They do it really well. It's, it's scary. It's like, awesome. I showed Cody and he almost jumped out of his jeans. I went, what? Yeah, yeah. he was... And then I said, well, yes, apparently. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was so perfect. Yeah. I didn't realize it because you don't think about Mark Hamill when you watch his other performances, well, but I it looks so great. I think great. it's the hair. Yeah, because, it is. Because yeah. With, yeah. With, with Winter Soldier, he's literally just, his whole face is covered up. Okay, yeah, I but pulled he, that he's up. Bucky Barnes yeah. in the first one, too, though. That is That is true. That is, <laughs> Chris that is just a trip. Yeah, Chris just pulled it up. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> literally identical except for the stubble. The, uh, the creepy thing is, face. And yeah. the eye color is like the same. Yeah, which yeah. Is weird. With the yeah. even uh, even up to the dark like black around the rims of the eyes. Yeah. Wow. And the, the lips and uh, it's just weird. But yeah, something to, something to hope for. So one thing I will explain is someone brought up that Yoda uses the weather. Um, he controls the weather and uses lightning. Yes. And they're like, that's a brand new power. Uh, so it's actually been used in the Star Wars canon universe with in the TV show Rebels, where there is a Force spirit-like being who is seems to only be on this one planet mm-hmm. who can do that exact thing, um, where he can control the weather to create lightning and stuff like that. Yes, and does yeah. so in the f- uh, one of the episodes yes. to, to help out. Yeah. Also, uh, you brought up a great point about the astral projection. Yeah, and Yoda uses it in that TV show as well. Not to the same extent that right. Luke did. Um, and uh, to go with that, the first time Kylo sees Rey uh, through the the bridging, he thinks she's actually there. Uh, and he says, how are you here? The effort to do that would kill you. Right. Um, which was foreshadowing. Also, um, I, I thought, um, did they really do anything with the scene where, do you remember when he touches his face and water drips off of his hand? No, <laughs> I I do. They're just that's just saying that they were so t- tied so closely together that they were basically in one another's presence. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I was guessing it's that's a all foreshadowing for Luke because it's like he's actually there. Yeah, but the fact that he had water, like the water from the island yeah. that Ray was on, I was like, hmm, okay. Um, yeah, I think they were trying to throw you off with that. Well, I for me, it wasn't necessarily getting thrown off as much as like, wow, this is like a really strong. Yeah, connection. Like you're actually physically. There. I think that's the, the crazy thing is to show you that the crazy thing is that keeps happening after Snoke dies. Yes, that's a good point. Um, which Do you is think Snoke's purpose was that he had that power and now he has basically permanently conjoined their minds? That could have been it. It's possible because that would be really um, neat. I'd be I'd be down if that was the reason why he yeah. was there. Uh, and maybe you learn more about Snoke through Kylo Ren dialogue later on. Or a book. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> or they have a Force Ghost fight at the oh. end with Snoke and Luke. And Yoda. Oh. And Yoda. You know, you said that very sarcastically, but... You think? 
what if Snoke becomes like a Force Ghost master to Kylo? See, I thought that was interesting because I, have we ever seen he's a not dark a Sith? Side? We haven't seen no. a dark side Force Ghost ever. That's true. Yeah. Well, and Sith are usually. I could be wrong. The only I've, time I've always thought that Sith would were denied in. Yeah, and they change. Okay, you're right. They change that in the sixth season. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because old canon. Damn it, old canon was that Sith were denied that opportunity. It's what made Jedi unique. Okay, they could transcend that plane, and Sith couldn't because because there was no peace within them. Yes. Yeah. So I don't, and that's the reason why they have that. So I don't know. Is it different though? Is it maybe that the Bane spirit wasn't his Force spirit coming out at his own will, but maybe it was imprisoned somewhere? I think that's the. Well, they were the, in his tomb. Yeah, that's. I think that's Im- implied. Uh, but that but, like it's like a curse to be there. I don't see why it couldn't be done because the dark side of the force is still the force. Yeah. So, if it's just like a what do you call it a, a corruption or a, you know, um, the explanation for it is they're at peace. Yeah. Yeah. Like they. It, yeah, it's like transcending. So if there's a way where a dark side user could do it with maybe because he's like so angry or something. Right. The, the only other thing I will say is this is the first time we've ever seen an apprentice kill a master. True. Yes. That out there. And True. it's not a Sith thing. Even uh, though it's the second time we've seen that. <laughs> Never mind. Even though there is um, Vader, Vader killed Palpatine. True. True, yeah, but right. he was Anakin at that point. That's true. Uh you're right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We saw we saw Apprentice kill a master. In the effort of taking over the master position. Yeah, it was a different like, scenario. Yeah. It's the first. Yeah, and Vader wasn't trying. Vader had no ambition to replace Palpatine in that moment. Yeah. He right. did it actually for the exact opposite reason. Yeah, he was well, like, "I'm done." Yeah, yeah, and and again, I mean, he was he was not Vader. He was Anakin. At that yes. Point. Yeah. Whereas uh, Kylo Ren wants to replace Snoke, obviously. Yes. So it's it's a different ambition, different mm-hmm. desire. And he doesn't want an apprentice. Kylo. Yeah. Well, he did say in episode seven, you need a teacher. He yeah. did say that. So That's true. Maybe, do you think he would continue to try and, you know, sway Rey? Uh, I don't know. So what I like about that moment at the very end where Kylo is, look, he hold like he grabs the gold dice and they disappear and he looks up and he sees Rey uh, as she's in the Falcon and then she closes the door. I think that was a moment of, she, like she just like finally going there's no chance um yeah or it could mean that they're not going to see each other in the force of, again like she's like closing she's closing, closing herself like I, I think himself. that's really cool yeah um yeah i that, think that yeah I, I think it'll be interesting to see what because kylo he wants to destroy the jedi the sith the rebels like It'd be interesting to see what his end game actually is. Like, does he just want to kill everybody and then just like live on the island? I don't by think f- he has an end game. He just kind of he's just playing it by feel. Mm-hmm. Kind of. That's like the, that's been his entire life. Like, n- literally, no one has been able to give him a sense of purpose. Right, and every time someone does, they betray him. Yeah. So he's like, way, eh, okay. Everybody betrayed me. I'm fed up with this world. <laughs> um, I did not get so, it. It's not true. Oh, hi, uh, Mark. <laughs> so my impression when I, like, oh, as, hi, as, I've seen it, as, as I've seen it twice, uh, I, I'm excited for the next one. I'm excited to see where they can take it. Uh, I'm excited to see what J.J. Abrams can do. Um, 
I'm anxious for the next one. This one had a lot of disappointment and letdown. I will not ignore that. Uh, as What I liked about it is the prequels gave me disappointment and letdown all the way through and gave me like one or two moments throughout the entire trilogy that I liked. Whereas this movie gave me like three or four moments that I really liked in one movie. Mm-hmm. And so it was able to push the boundaries. And I will not deny that this broke out of the mold of the Star Wars movies, um, which is why a lot of us are let down and disappointed. Um, but I will say that that was the goal. I like from what I've seen and like that was the goal and they they did the goal they wanted at the expense of this is where we are. Letting down fans, potentially. Yeah. It was weird because it was letting down fans, but then it gave them new fans. There's a lot of people who really like this movie. Right. Um, which is weird. Once again, it was what, like what I said at the very beginning. Like it's re- We're in a weird place. This movie's weird mm-hmm. because it does so many things. <laughs> uh, yes. And somehow brings in new fans and disappoints fans at the same time. Right. Yeah. Well, originally when I saw it, I a lot of people were saying, "Has Ryan Johnson even watched a Star Wars movie?" Yeah. Like, what and is... I think he has. I think that's ridiculous the, to say that he hasn't. Because there's been articles that have come out in the last couple of days, specifically yeah. one where he talks about Snoke dying off or yeah. killing off Snoke. Another one where he talks about Luke. And Ooh, I, I want to read those. Yeah, they're really good. And um, I get the impression after reading them that he researched this to death like he 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 even says out about it he even says he didn't like his original like him handling luke the way he did like he had a problem with he was he was terrified like he said of the idea of killing him off he's like i I don't yeah and i i I suspect that he worked with mark hamill and other people because it was and it's really cool to see hamill too because we had we had the initial hamill reaction which is like right this is horrible who is this guy who is this guy (laughs) like we even found a compilation uh, so funny. But then reading like interviews that people did with him after the movie had come out, like he had said at initially that he had a problem with this. Yes. But the more that he spent time with Ryan, that he was able to see that it was a thrilling experience. Right. And like, like he was able to come to grasp and actually understand where he was coming from. And that's the same journey that a lot of fans, including I think me, so. have taken. Yeah. Um. And if Mark Hamill is satisfied with it after all is said and done, I can probably yeah. get behind it. And like the way he talks about episode nine, where he's like, "I hope I'm a force ghost." Yeah, he's like, "Heck, I'll even cater as long as I can just be there." <laughs> uh, they, um, it was also said when he mentioned that the audience went crazy. Oh yeah, like, yeah, please, yeah. Please have him. Yeah. Uh, oh, he's got to be in there. If JJ's doing it, uh, I JJ's a J- JJ, JJ's a fan. He crowd makes pleaser. people happy. Yeah. See, the funny thing is, I, he does. with JJ, it's the opposite. He might go too far in the fan service direction. Well, uh, I don't know. He said there was interviews with him as well. He says he's really taken to heart a lot what a lot of people said about episode seven. Oh, um, oh, seven, and probably yeah. eight now. When he, yes, okay. uh, but I think he says he's he's working on balancing the two. Good. Um, That's that gives yeah. me hope. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. but I do want to see the Mark Hamill or the Ryan Johnson talking about. Because, uh, like, in my head when this movie, like, anytime to- someone talks about this movie, like, I I, I see them go, 
oh, Ryan Johnson wrote a script and then made a movie. And it's like with like no in between. Yeah, he and was it's just like closed off. He he wrote the script many times. Like he brought it to Kathleen Kennedy right. and Hidalgo, and it's like, like and the they story had, group. They had him, yeah, and they had him. They discussed it with him. They talked about it with him, and then like he talks about uh, like even the dice stuff, and which we sh- I showed you that picture. Like the dice are in episode four. Yeah, um, with o- when Obi Wan and they're all in the Falcon. Oh yeah, yeah. and that, it's like, that, that was crazy to me. It's like so he no and, that was and good JJ, continuity. Great JJ, continuity. It's not in the movie. It's in one of the promo shots that JJ brought it back. The dice. The dice. Okay. Yeah. So that the cover I showed you where mm-hmm. they were there, um, that's not in the movie. Hmm. But it is in that promo shot. Yeah, and I guess the thing is, it. I'm more convinced that this movie is coming from a place of someone who loves Star Wars and loves the lore and yeah. loves the characters and was trying as hard as they could to do to justice. To not recreate right. and a Star Wars movie. I think it was a very respectable... I think, honestly, it's a tough job because when yeah. we were theorizing about eight all the last two years, yeah. I still, when I went to the movies, like I have no idea what's going to happen. No. Like, yeah. I don't know how they're going to tie this together. Yeah. Um, So I think it was one of the hardest things for him to do and he... I think did a pretty good job. Even the only an thing hour, is the transitioning. Yeah. The transitioning, yeah. But even yeah. an hour into the movie, I was like, how the hell is this going to end? Yeah. yeah. It's one of yeah. the few times that I've gone into a movie not really knowing what could happen. And I even, I whispered to Kevin, I feel like everyone's just done here. Like yeah. what the, And that's kind of how it ends. Yeah. Both sides are sort of in shambles. Yeah. Um, it is kind of funny when I think about like 10 people getting on the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, this is the resistance this is now. The resistance. It's like, that's kind of hilarious. <laughs> um. And I I don't know if I say it on the show, uh, but going off of that point, I show I talked about this with you guys right before. Um, Kylo, when Hux asked Kylo what happened, Kylo says, "Ray murdered Snoke," um, and in doing so, he was trying to save his own skin. Yeah. Because then he would he would be deemed a traitor, and then because they're not the Sith, so they wouldn't think like, "Oh, the apprentice takes over the master." It's like, yeah. "Oh, you just killed our leader." And yeah, we like, hate what you. are you doing, like, man? What are you doing? Yeah. Like, uh, and so he was saving his own skin, but in doing so, I think he helps the rebellion. Um, where now it's everyone thinks Ray, who is now a part of the rebellion, defeated Emperor Snoke or Supreme Leader Snoke, right. the leader of the First Order. They they are weak. Like we can actually take them down. Um, so that means the allies that they didn't have, uh, that didn't show up, are, are able to spark, spark that hope. You also see Luke with the whole, the kids think Luke is a legend. Um, no Which one is. knows he's dead. Um, True. Uh, except for Ray and Leia. Whereas before that, they just thought he was a myth. Yeah. <laughs> Luke Skywalker. Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. Yes, and the First Order, that's the another good point, is the First Order doesn't think they don't know that luke is dead no they think he's still they they have the idea of ray killed snoke and luke is still around the only person i could see that would know is uh kylo yeah um because i think he would know that doing that because he's the one that said doing the force projection would right kill you um you know what's interesting is i wonder in nine if they're going to touch on maybe ray is like 
you know, because they were saying the Jedi were kind of deified. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's going to be a lot of Rey dealing with like, oh, you're like a god. Yeah. Because you killed Snoke. Yeah. And she's going to, she the transition from I'm a nobody to now I'm like this. Which is crazy. We deal with that with Luke after episode four in the books, but nowhere in the movies. Right. Because yeah. uh, there's a book called Heir to the Jedi. Yeah, which Heir I actually to the Jedi. Liked. Where, They're like, oh my gosh! Yeah, you're Luke Skywalker. You've got a laser like, sword, and, and yeah. he's like, he's like, guys, no, I'm like, but he's actually kind of, like, his ego does step up, and he's like, yeah. I'm Luke Skywalker, you know? Yes. Um, and and it they play on that in the movie because he's no longer just in, Luke Skywalker, farm boy. Because oh, yes. he said, I thought I could, you know, yeah. save him because I'm Luke Skywalker. I'm, I'm the yeah master Jedi, right? Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. Jedi master Luke Skywalker, and so. He thought he could handle it. Right. Because he can handle anything, right? He's Luke Skywalker. Um, and then that's when he... Fe- like, I, I did like that moment um, where he he even admits that it was the darkness inside Kylo was too much for him. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And he even says that at the very end. He's like, I can't bring him back. Uh, and he's when he says... When he's talking to Leia, he's like, I, I can't bring him back. Yeah. But then he does say... No one's ever really gone. Well, there's um, there's a little reference to that too when he, that I thought of when he says he can't bring him back in episode seven. Leia said, "Luke's just a Jedi." To Han, he says, "You're his yeah. father." Yeah. And so if Han couldn't do it, Luke's not going to do it. Doesn't yeah. matter that he's a Jedi. No. Because so he I am, have that. I am I am interested in that aspect of we're not done with Kylo's character. Right. Um. Seeing where they take Kylo, uh, and seeing how, the how everyone interacts with him. Is going to be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I look forward to see him throwing Hux around the room for another <laughs> two hours. Uh, yeah. Hey, he only destroyed. I hope he, he kills only destroyed Hux. one machine in this. I hope he kills Hux. I don't know. I kind of now. I kind of like Hux is just sort of a staple now. It's like a tradition to see Hux. You know, get. it's also a staple. Uh, Captain Phasma. Ha- yeah, Captain Phasma <laughs> being in the movie for like uh, four minutes. That was that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. Because they just released a book about her. I know most people I, don't care. So there there are. There are, Ryan Johnson filmed 30 extra minutes of this movie. I am wondering if there was a lot more Phasma in the deleted scenes. They did say on the Blu-ray there's going to be 20 minutes of deleted scenes. Which that is, actually kind that's, of, a, that's a lot. That, that's kind of cool. excites me. Yeah. yeah. He was like, I'm not going to do director's cut, but here's 20 she minutes. She still got sucker punched. Yeah. It And... It was partially. How about that? It was a lot of it was Disney's fault because they were <laughs> they were playing her up like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna feature yeah. more fans. It's there like, was you like didn't. Marvel did stuff and the books did stuff. Yeah. Like, I'd Ryan be Johnson sad if I were Gwendolyn Ryan, Christie. Ryan Johnson doesn't have control over that. No, like, and so the problem is is like the one scene we see of her in the trailer is the one scene we get with her. Yeah, in this it's movie. literally the single it's, scene, uh, and that's that's the disappointment where it's like. I would say she did more than she did in six. I mean, in seven. Seven, yeah. She definitely did more because in seven she was literally just walking around. Walking around. Yeah. Where she actually fights Finn and she does, except for the ex machina part where he just like lifts off the elevator. Like, <laughs> she thought she killed him um, very easily. Like, she just like kicked him and he was like, you're nothing. Well, in the second time I went back, I was like, she did. Pretty, it was pretty one sided. Yeah, like she just, and then she instantly turns around to shoot Rose. Right, it's like she, like she knows her targets, and then that's when he. I think for me, it's the, the amount of time 
with her turning around and seeing Finn needed to be way shorter. Like, it needed to be her, like, in the middle of turning, and he, like, smacks her in the face. Yeah. Like, because then it would be... But she, like, gets... She has a moment of realizing he's there, and it's like Captain Phasma wouldn't have... There would be no moment after that. Like, she would have taken care of the situation. Yeah. Um, that's what's, like... Just editing would have done a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and she's not dead. I but. You know, and I... We be, saw that that armor is like super indestructible. So. Oh yeah, yeah. deflecting blaster yeah. shots. But it's from Palpatine's spaceship, right? Apparently, although I don't remember where I read that, so I I better go and verify that. But <laughs> yeah, you, we should both go look that. But up. if it, it's deflecting stuff, then it, I think it makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I would say my I do this. I do official ratings. Uh, <laughs> official. Official ratings. <laughs> Seven point five. Uh, not the strongest Star Wars, and this was my no. review on Facebook and like on social media. Not my favorite Star Wars, but did I enjoy the time I spent with it? Yes. Uh, it could have been better, um, but by far not the worst Star Wars. Right. Totally. Nowhere near. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. The fact that I went and saw it again. Right. Um, and enjoyed myself more the second time. That's always a good sign. Yeah. When you like it more. Yeah. Um, what about you, Cody? Um, same as Andrew. I give it a 7.5. I I suppose I would say watching the prequels is like watching just a, you know, a wasn't long it, joke. Wasn't it? It was Kevin. Kevin was saying, like, watching this movie is like, as a fan, was like a, like a 7 or like a 6.5, but not well, as a fan. It was like a 7.5. Well, eight. When, I, when I first came out, I said this movie was a 7. As a fan, it was a 3. Oh, <laughs> Because I was all ticked off. And then yeah. he was like, uh, episode two, uh, not as a fan, was like a three, and then as a fan, was like, like a, a 3.5. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> like bad just both like, both ways. Um, um, and people talk about they ruin Luke Skywalker. They ruin Anakin Skywalker. Oh, my prequels. gosh. He's just a, like, by the end, is anybody like, oh, yeah, that starts that's Vader. Darth that make, Vader. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Okay. Um, not only that, but just the way... It just makes Obi Wan look bad in Episode Four. Yeah, like he's just straight up lying about everything. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just like yeah, it's like what the heck? You just made him out to be this joke in Episode Four, right? And I mean, and they had to make him backtrack in Return of the Jedi too. Yeah. So yeah, um, I would probably give it about the same. About yeah. seven, seven point five. But as a fan of three, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, as a fan now, I might give it about the same. Yeah. Because I'm I'm coming around to a lot of stuff, and I've spent way too much time reading about things. But yeah. it's it's starting to make sense. Here, reading and watching the interviews with Mark Hamill, where where the ones after the movie had come out, right, really helped. Yes. Because we had read and saw the interviews before the movie had come out, which were the interviews from May. Right. Um, and we also only got, no one asked him, but what do you think now? It always started out, when I first read the script, Yes, this is what I said. Um, verse, and like I feel like no one else, no one said, but what do you feel now? Yeah, what do you feel? <laughs> like, no one said that. It was well, and, and a lot of the clips we watched were just cut. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was no, just his that initial. one's funny, though. Like, yeah, that was a funny it, clip. There's a video out there where it just shows, like, Mark Hamill's like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't matter. But if you watch those <laughs> interviews fully, like, it's not that way at all. No, like, no. He's, he's actually excited for episode eight. 
Yes. Um, yeah. Moving on to favorite <sighs> recent reads. <laughs> That's Star Wars, folks. Cody, yours. Uh, my favorite recent read is Dark Force Rising, which is uh, old Star Wars uh, expanded universe yes. uh, this is material. A comic? Huh? This is a comic? They made a comic book series out of all oh. of it, yeah. Does all, the, all uh, the Thrawn trilogy. Does Luke use his lightsaber in it? Yeah, man. Oh, wow. Throughout all of it. <laughs> oh, Luke uses his lightsaber so in the canon. I want to explain to everyone uh, without going- In the comics. And it is too deep. The reason why I started getting back into EU stuff is because of how let down I am about just not much Luke action, period, yeah. in these movies. Yeah, So that was why. And it's an amazing story with, you know, espionage, Bothans, uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, of course, Force of course. Powers, Mara Jade, uh, Talon Card, a lot of really cool EU characters that are, you know, done away with now. Cool story. It's yeah. a really long story. <clears throat> Between the three trades, it is four hundred and thirty-five pages long. That's a lot. It's a it's it's a wow. lo- it's a long comic book series. Those trades uh, are really thick. Yeah. Wow. Um, mine would be uh, New Teen Titans, uh, which is as funny as I. <laughs> New Teen Titans is the original Teen Titans, just letting you know. Uh, it came out in 1980. Uh, the original Teen Titans, actually, was Robin, Wonder Girl, Kid Flash, and Aqualad. And then this one is the original band kind of broke up. Uh, Robin attempted to go to college and then dropped out in Kid Flash gave up the hero life to go to college. And so the team kind of just fell apart. Uh, and this one is um, a mysterious force coming together to bring the team together, and that's Raven, um, who we know. And this team is, I would say, is the solidified Teen Titan team uh, from like the Teen Titans TV shows and everything is based off of this team. And so the team is Robin... Uh, Beast Boy, Cyborg, Starfire, Raven, Wonder Girl, and the two others who aren't in the TV show are Wonder Girl and Kid Flash. Uh, and then later on we get Lilith who joins um, and stuff like that. And so it's it's re- it was a really good read. Um, the one thing that I really enjoyed was Marv Wolfman, the writer. I read his introduction uh, on creating New Teen Titans. And what he said bothered him about comics is anytime they try to write a teen character... It was always like the, like, oh, I'm one of you kids, kind of uh, old man writing, where it's like, no one speaks like this. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. And so it was kind of, it was kind of interesting reading his, he's like, I wanted to make actual teenagers, like ones with like despair and ones with tragedy. And so it's a really good story where um, there are moments where it's still kind of dated and like how they talk. But then there's other moments where I'm like, actually, I can see a teenager this day and age speaking like this. Yeah. Um, so it was really well done in that area. The art is awesome. Um, Perez, I think, is his name, George Perez. Uh, and he does a lot. I think he drew, like, the Infinity, the Infinity original Infinity Wars gauntlet stuff. And so, like, mm. he's he's known for creating, like, classic, um, classic characters and classic looks and stuff like that. Uh no, it's just it was really solid, really dark. <laughs> like I was telling Kevin and Cody about some of the stuff that happened in it. It was just like 
at one point, like a little girl just gets like disintegrated. Uh, <laughs> it's so right after top. being Jeez. like burned, like burned alive, <laughs> like melted. Wow, that's uh, gross. And then Raven like heals her wounds, and then is like, "Flee, run away, like live a life with love and hope." And then Trigon just like, "Nope, disintegrated." Uh, and then like the mom's like screaming with like the dust, the disintegrated wow. dust in her arms. It's like, oh. And that's then like gross. how Raven was conceived. Gross. Like, it's very rapey. Uh, like, Trigon, like, used Raven's mom and stuff, and it's just like, uh, and then, uh. like, after he was done with her, he, like, throws her away like a rag, like, just tosses her to the side. Um, yeah, really dark stuff. Uh, <laughs> Morbid. Wasn't wasn't made for kids. <laughs> Definitely yeah. was not. Uh, especially since Starfire is from a, a planet where they use their emotion. Their emotion is, like, their language. Uh, so she's very sexual uh it's weird mm. but it's i would say with her it's a little bit more tasteful like she it's not like sexual like it's not like oh i'm just like putting myself out there for everyone um it's it's more of like like holding hands and like physically touching people like that's her love language um so like she definitely grows close to uh robin oh gosh uh, and I, I I have been a back- Do I have to stop you right now? I have been a Barbara <laughs> I have been a Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson I have You shipped them. I've shipped them for I would say my entire life. Since before we knew what shipping was. Yes. Right. Uh <laughs> it's slowly not becoming the case anymore. I really enjoy the dynamic of Starfire and Dick Grayson. Nice. Uh hmm. there are we call them uh Dick Babs for uh, Barbara Gordon and Dick Grayson, <laughs> Dick uh, and then Dick Fire for Starfire <laughs> and Dick Grayson. Dick Fire is great. Oh, yeah, uh, and funny. so if you go on Reddit and like <laughs> anytime they talk about Nightwing or like th- his relationship with people, like those are you see those two, those are staples in the DC community as like ships. Like nice. I don't think any other character has a shipping name in the DC universe with like. <sighs> Because it's always Batman and Catwoman. Like it's it's like it's never Bruce and Selina. I'm trying to think what the Brulina. Brulina, I guess. Brulina. Yeah. No, but I mean the obvious part <laughs> is the fact that, I mean Dick Grayson's name is ridiculous, but well, well, it wasn't now, back in the day. Yeah, Dick Fire. <laughs> I don't think they. I don't think they were <laughs> shipping that. Uh, no, so sounds I, like one of your nicknames, Kevin. Oh, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, uh, it just spirals out of control. Yeah. It's just yeah. not even my real name anymore. Uh, yeah. No, it's so it's re- like it's really good. I encourage anyone to go back and listen to, uh, not listen to, read New Teen Titans. Mm. Um, definitely one of I out of my like fourteen comics that I bought, it was definitely probably the the funnest ride. Where I'm currently going through Mighty Thor, which is good. Um, it's classic. It's the first time you see Beta Roy Bill. So I'll be talking about that more on when I finish it. Um, it's just there's a lot of exposition, and so it's a harder read than um, New Teen Titans was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, thank you all for listening. Yeah. This was a really fun to... episode. Welcome, Kevin, back. Kevin, Thanks for having fun me. Time. Being I feel here. like I just had a therapy session. All right? <laughs> this yeah. was good. Group no, therapy. The podcast. I, I encourage everyone, you know. If you want to be on the podcast, let Reach us know. out and touch faith. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> we'll get you on. 
you know, we'll talk to you about comics. If you we'll pass check the screening. You out. Pass if, the you, screen. if you pass Chris's uh, inspection, rigorous screening, uh, <laughs> it's hardcore. You know, mm. Suede Records. Pretty H. Hashtag Cole up here Suede, Suede Records. Records. At Suede, Suede Records. Records. Uh, you know, find them on Facebook, find them on Instagram. Are you on Twitter? Nope. We've I been think over I, this. Yeah. We've been over this many times. Don't have a tweet. Uh, we are on Instagram now, uh, yep, yep, and we yep. are on Facebook as well. And Google Play. What? And Google Play. Woo! Oh yeah, Google and Play, iTunes, iHeartRadio. Are you on iHeartRadio? I don't think so. No, I, I don't. Are podcasts on iHeartRadio? No, it's not. Okay, I don't believe so. I mean, we can look into that. I, I mean, you got connections. Cody think, could hack into no, the they system. do have podcasts on iHeartRadio. No, oh, they, oh, they do, but I don't know. I certainly didn't pull any strings, so I don't know. No, that no, I, I know we we're not on. Yeah, it. yeah, I know yeah, everything yeah. we're on. Wait, what? What was the question, Chris? Were you do asking? They have, I was asking. Do they have podcasts on iHeartRadio? No, no, no. I, I know they do. I was asking if you were on it. No. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. Uh, but most definitely, I think we're podcasts in, are I'm a thing. still trying to get into Spotify. That is the most painful thing in the world. Oh yeah. But I'm, I'm. Determined to get there one day. Let's do it. I think we have to have like a thousand listeners per uh, podcast, like episode, to get to that point. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. <laughs> one we'll day. get there. We get love you guys. Spotify. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Peace out. Yeah.